Hey everyone, today is Thursday, the 5th of December 2019. This is The Gap, episode 496. I'm Luke Laurie, Joe Gilroy is here, and it is December already. It's December already, yep. It's, uh, it's, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Because uh, you've game got a of fucking a Santa beard. What's going on? Are you, are you growing it out or? Oh no, my um my racer broke. <laughs> right. I need that reminds me. I need to buy a new one. That reminds wow. me. Uh, I just wanted to let everyone know about a cool <laughs> subscription service called Dollar Shave Club. Um, I actually use Dollar Shave Club. Do you? What the yeah. fuck? Yeah, I've used it for a couple of years now. It's really good. Uh, my wife uses it for her legs. I clearly don't use it. Um, but yeah. Uh, Except uh, when I moved, yeah. Um, there was no way for me to change my address from Australia to USA. Uh, I needed to cancel my account and then right. sign up for a new account on the American website. Uh, okay. Maybe owned by different people or something. Yeah, I, I don't know. Um so that was a, the thing that I did. Anyway, but yeah, I, I really, I mean, it, it's cheaper and uh, if they want to sponsor us, I'm all for it. <laughs> right? We will happily take their money, although we did just advertise them for free. Um, I'm going to delete that part. It's fine. We'll just get rid of it. Um, well, the bits where I talk about it positively. Yeah, 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 yeah. You only get that bit. We, we'll go down the front. We'll get the Yelp uh, monetization system going. Where mm. you only get the the positive chatter uh, if you pay, and otherwise they just it's all negative reviews. Um, right. Yeah. Anyway, not a lot of games to talk about this week. Um, I think we've both been pretty busy. Extremely busy. Uh, yeah, like run off my feet. What I'm trying to do is get enough time to play a bunch of games. Um, like by the time we get to the end of the, the year and um yeah yeah uh it just means freelance life means you gotta do a bunch of work all at once hmm. uh so i spent all of last week working my fucking tits off um like riding my tits off i mean um yeah so well what are you gonna do um so we've only got a couple uh we just managed to squeeze a, a few games in here or there uh yep. you obviously had a much more exciting week than than me. Uh, yeah, it was uh, Thanksgiving over here, uh, and right. so we had a, a long weekend. Yeah, and uh, I ended up going <clears throat> over to LA for a couple of days over the weekend because we don't really have any like family. Well, we've got yeah, we've got my we've got a, some family here, um, right. but we let them go do their own thing, and we kind of were like, let's go somewhere we else. Were- <laughs> we were achingly close to finding out something about Luke's personal life there. Listeners, like, we were like right on the cusp and he managed to, you know, grab it back right at 496 episodes in. I still yeah. don't know his last name. But um yeah. <laughs> so you went to LA uh and you went to you went to did tourist shit on Thanksgiving weekend. Yeah. Was that the worst idea of all time or Um I don't think so. No. Uh from what I understand, the the day of Thanksgiving is generally pretty quiet, or a quieter day at right. um, at Disney. So we went to, um, there's two basically uh, 
theme parks right next to each other at, at, in Anaheim. Um, and uh, yeah, it was pretty quiet. We ended up getting um, like a fast pass. And I think that seems to be like a given for most days when you go to a theme park, unless it's like a Tuesday on a, a s- school day or something like that. Um, but f- I mean, for the most part, I feel like a, a place like Disneyland is going to be busy no matter what day you go. It's yeah. like it's the type relative. of place where it's a tourist place it's not like yeah. gold coast or whatever where you can go there and just be like oh i'm gonna um yeah just well, gold go coast there is a it's tourist location. yeah but, but we've been there like on a tuesday and it's been completely dead like you, you don't have to oh, wait yeah. for any lines yeah. um but that, that's not really the case here there's still definitely lines and you know spending the extra whatever it is 10 15 bucks to get the fast pass thing where you can reserve a queue or a spot mm. in the queue and then like just rock up at whatever time you reserved and whatever it's it's really good um it feels like it feels like yeah i distinctly remember going to dream world for a grade 11 physics trip yeah like mid midweek trip and you like we could literally walk off the tower of terror and then walk back onto the tower of terror like you would do the tower of terror and walk straight back on it again yeah and me and heath must have done like fucking 15 times was it Heath like Heath was definitely there someone was petrified of it like wouldn't do it I can't remember right anyway doesn't matter uh, yeah yeah you could definitely like, I, I don't think that's ever going to work in Disneyland you're right yeah well the other thing that helped us out was it was raining right <laughs> um, even so, better but like again the people that are going to Disneyland are probably the people that have booked way in advance anyway it's not like yeah. I'm going to go to Disneyland today oh no it's like or like you wake up and you're like unless you've got an annual pass or something like that then otherwise right. you know oh no it's raining maybe I'll go some other day um so yeah it was raining but I mean it's fucking water like who cares <laughs> so we just grabbed some um some ponchos and off we went and uh it wasn't super busy there were definitely still lines at some of the rides but right. for the most part it was pretty good um, we got there about 2 p.m. or about 1, 1.30-ish by the time we flew in and landed and got to the hotel and had a power nap and all that sort of stuff. Um, <clears throat> yeah, and off we went. Uh, we, we basically spent the entire day there. I think we ended up leaving at about 11.30 or 11 o'clock that night. And yeah. um, we probably saw half of what there was to see, uh, right. which is good because we had a two-day pass. And... Um, you definitely need like two days to go and see all that stuff because there right. is a lot to see. And um, <clears throat> so we did, we, the first day we went and did all like the Star Wars stuff in uh, like Tomorrowland. Um, and we had booked, we, we'd actually booked in for the new Galaxy's Edge stuff as well, um, right. which is uh, yeah basically the new Star Wars attraction at Disneyland uh, where they've got like... Uh, that set up like a um you know like a uh, like a village in star wars and there's stormtroopers walking around and there's shops everywhere and you can buy like blue and green milk like that luke drinks um Yay. <clears throat> sort of like uh, if you go to uh, harry potter land uh, i went to harry potter land at universal yeah. studios japan and it was like diagonal all alley and then there's yeah. like a big castle and all that kind of shit and you can buy butterbeer or buy a wand or whatever i didn't buy a wand because i'm not a giant fucking dork but we'll get to that yeah, later like, oh. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and so it's all themed, and like you feel like you're supposed to be in uh, this location. There are, you know, all the the vendors are in character, and they're talking to you, you know, in space credits and things like that. And um, yeah, so we went. We ended up uh, uh, booking a bunch of the actual events to do in there because you've got to re- reserve a couple of them. Um, some of them you can kind of just walk in, and if the line's okay, then you can sort of just wait. But um, if you've got a reservation, then it really, it's going to help on those busy days. Uh, on the really busy days, they basically have like boarding passes for that specific area in Disneyland. So like the Galaxy's Edge area, you can't just yep. wander in. You've got right. to have a boarding pass and then like they only let a certain amount of people in um, at a time. Right. Right. But this these two particular days we were there, it wasn't, they weren't doing that. So yeah. Uh, it was pretty good. So we ended up uh, going into the cantina, um, and that's where there's you know the you know, Star Wars music. Um, oh. But it's oh no, I didn't know. Not based on your rendition. Um, <laughs> no, that was a terrible one. That was but awful. but the but it's none of that. It's like uh, there's like a robot DJ playing some cool. space tracks. There's people behind the bar serving serving like alcohol and not non alcoholic drinks as well. So right. you got to you know you've got to do the whole experience and get the stupid space alcohol that they've got no actually pretty good um obviously everything here is super expensive because people will fucking pay for it and (laughs) why not um Mm. but that was still really good so we we had like one drink while we're in there we had we were there for maybe 30 40 minutes um it's it's cool it's like a a thing you can sort of check off the list of like yeah I've, i've gone and done that um it's extremely detailed like the amount of detail they've gone into this thing is insane um Nate went and said he discovered some sort of Easter egg and got a special drink. Did you work out what the fuck he was talking about? I have no idea what he's talking about. God damn it. Okay. No, I looked it up and I saw there was like a secret menu for food and stuff like that. Right. But it was just like, you know, pieces of vegetable that they'd named like something else. <laughs> like <laughs> Space Foot or something. <laughs> like, um, okay. Fair yeah. enough. Um, I, don't, uh, I don't know what he's talking about. But the drinks were good. Both of the ones that we ended up drinking, my wife and I, we thought they were pretty good. Yeah. Um, so we did that. We went over to um, to the droid building area as well. You can build a little droid. Uh, right. You'll be able to see him, Job. He's in the corner oh, yeah. over there. Little baby unit. Him. Yes. So my wife ended up building a, uh, a droid. And uh, you basically get like put next to this conveyor belt there's a bunch of parts that just are constantly going through. So you can pick like what sort of style you want and the head and the, the you know, different pieces, they all kind of join together and there's different colors and that sort of stuff. And you eventually kind of just build the droid that you want. Um, and it's got a little like remote control so you can actually move it around and whatnot. Oh, okay. um, yeah. It Does works. it have to be like a BB or can you make no, like no, you an can, R2-D2? Or? You can get like an R2 unit. R2, yeah. Um, what about a C-3PO? No, that's too big. Garbage. Yeah. What about just um, but half, there's, there's a, half a C-3PO? Yeah. I think no there's legs. three different styles or maybe four different styles okay. of like droid that you can build. Right. <clears throat> um, but you know, Do they it's give a you cool... a special prize if you make one that isn't a BB or a fucking R2? The, like, like the shitty dumpster one you're the only one <laughs> this thing's been rolling around for three years 
<laughs> if this was sushi, it would be rotten. Um, yeah. 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 Yeah, nice. Um, so you go in and you build that. Um, and then the other one that we did was um, the the light, light uh, saber. The laser sword, I think they're called. Um, laser sword, yep. Yeah, the, the laser sword building. And yep. uh, it's it's sort of... Like, if you don't really know where you're going, it's <clears throat> it's um sort of in this, like, hidden area. Not, not It's right. not hidden, but it's not, like, marked. It's, like, just a couple people standing behind a, a bench type thing. Um, I think that's part of the experience as well, is, like, trying to find out where this thing is you're supposed to go. And so when you ask people that work there, they're like, oh, no, no, you can't, like, they stay in character. Like, no, you, sh- you can't say that laser, you know, you've got to call it... Uh, you can't say laser sword. I think that's what it's called, right? Laser sword. Yeah. Laser sword. Um, you got to call it scrap metal. And so, you know, they're totally in character and whatnot. And right. you eventually get up to this workstation um, and they give you like a coupon and they basically pull out a bunch of different styles of lightsaber that you can build. Um, there is four at the moment. There's like uh, uh, Elemental, which I think is the one that Nate built when he was over there. Right. There's like a um, Peace and Justice, which is the the classic like Luke, um, Obi-Wan sort of style, um, Ray style of, of lightsaber. Um, right. There is Power and... Power and something? Uh, power and something, eh? Which is a Sith sort of style. Sure. And then there's a fourth one, um, which I can't remember. But anyway... Uh, yeah, so there's like different styles and there are different sort of components, like each sort of component of building a lightsaber has um, like different choices that you can make. Like there's, for most part, there's about two, but in some, like the main section um, of the hilt is there's about four different styles you can pick. And so then you go into this um, this room and and they do this whole theater. It's, it's you know, it's set up as like a, an experience, right? And mm. um, they give this sort of talk about the how kyber crystals sort of work in this world and what sort of each one means and so there's different types of kyber crystals that you can get and they're the they're sort of the thing that makes the color of the lightsaber um so you, your blues greens purples uh, i think they've got yellow um there's red as well there's a bunch of of different colors in there and then they bring them around and sort of pick what color you want and uh and then you start they they you start building like a lightsaber. It doesn't take a huge amount of time. It's like a, a 10 minute, 15 minutes sort of thing. Um, it's pretty easy to put together. The most part, it's like a snap on sort of screw type thing. Um, and right. then, yeah. Can you take you, it apart again? Yeah, you can take it apart again. Uh, it's pretty easy Where's to do yours? that. Where is it? It's it's on my shelf. Don't oh, fuck, get it. What you the fuck? Get, I've taken yeah, these. It's mounted. And stuff. Mounted? Yeah, I'm going to mount for it. Because you got to buy all the stupid stuff. So that's what it sort of looks like. I don't know if you can see that. Does it you make can. noise when you turn it on? I can see. It will. Nobody listening can. But it, that's what telling me it's broken because there's no... <laughs> do it again. Do it again. Into the mic. Into the mic. Amazing. Doesn't work. Where, where's the... What the fucking crystal? Turn it on correctly. What the fuck? I will turn it on. Let me just give me a sec. I've got to. I've got to mute this fucking Discord because uh, there's a bunch of stuff happening in another channel. It's going bonkers. Okay. It's driving me nuts, Joe. All right. Um, I can't believe yeah. you don't auto mute all notifications on every fucking channel. Uh, all the time. Normally it's fine, but today it's just going off. So 
I'm not sure. All right. What is happening? Anyway. Um, but anyway, so you, you build this sort of the lightsaber and it's like this 10 minute experience of, of, of sort of things that are going on and um, you pick your colors and then yeah, you put it all together and they sort of stick the blade in and it's this whole drama thing of like everyone switches their light on at the same time and everything like the whole whole room sort of lights up and you know it's just a cool little sort of experience you can go through and they give you like a um a thing that you can wrap uh like a cover protector for the for the whole thing um yeah and it's it's pretty it's pretty fun so uh i dug it quite a lot it's it's not um it's it's not cheap it's definitely costs quite a bit of money but it feels it's heavy like the thing is right is a heavy um heavy is reliable means if it doesn't work you can hit them with it yeah exactly um and then you've got the whole drama of like trying to get this thing through the airport uh but for the most part in america it's pretty good like they tsa actually have a page um for lightsabers that's saying that you can carry them and they're like you know they're not technically real so you can still sort of um right put them in checked baggage or you can carry them on the plane if you want which so i just carried mine on the plane so i don't know if you heard that yeah i did hear that ah that's pretty fucking sick (laughs) anyone anyone listening with in-ear headphones is now permanently deaf but yeah uh but it, it like when you move it as well that's amazing that's fucking rad and it does like slight movements it like knows anyway that's that's sick oh my yeah. god that's right <laughs> um and then so i bought <laughs> i bought i went stupid on this thing i bought extra colors and shit okay <laughs> like, what other colors did you buy I bought well. I start well. I bought the blue one. Obviously, that was the start I, one. Well, no, no. I I picked the green one to start with. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. Fair enough. I, I was gonna go purple, and the guy next to me picked purple, and uh, I was like, and I looked around, and there was like three other people that picked purple. I was like, oh fuck. Right. All right, I'm gonna be one of those people because my favorite color is purple. And right. uh, so Sam Jackson is is purple in uh, is he in the second one or the. F- or is in the first know. and second one? I, I can't remember. I don't, I don't, I don't pay attention to Mace Window. Um, so he's Mace got the purple. Window. Yep. <laughs> Mate's Window. Uh, everyone's favorite purple lightsaber wielder. Um, oh my god. Is that is that your life now? It just never shuts the fuck up. Did you just drop it? No. Oh, okay. No. They can like how does it how does it hold up to being dropped? Um so this isn't it's not like glass it's like a plastic the actual oh, okay. blade um right. but this is also i don't know what this is some sort of plastic metal but it's heavy like the actual, they spend a lot of t- i'm just all i'm saying is they spend a lot of time throwing that shit around in the movies you know yeah like it those things they cop beating and uh, I would hope that you could, you know, throw one at someone and they could catch it and then turn it on. Obviously, it wouldn't have the blade, which is a bit disappointing, but right. still. Anyway. Um, and obviously, people at home that are listening, the, the 99.9% of people can't have no idea what's going on. Um, 
but you, you basically what, put these lightsabers? You, you put these crystals inside the lightsaber um and then you can actually go to the store that they've got in there and you can buy other crystals and they're like 10 or 15 dollars each yeah um I just and want to so, point out before you continue, we made it 22 minutes before we mentioned that people at home couldn't see, uh, all our listeners couldn't see what we were talking about. So that's a new record for us. Uh, we're doing, we're, you know, we're, we're doing better. Yeah, uh, but keep, anyway, yeah. Keep them up. Um, so buy these yeah, new crystals. And so you can buy these new crystals. And I was looking it up and um, I, so I went and bought the the blue crystal and they're basically sort of, the crystals look, they're, they're like these tiny crystals that use like RFID chips to determine like what color should be coming out of the thing um right that's kind of how i thought it worked and then i looked it up and it was that's pretty much how it worked um and then so i was looking into it yesterday and it turns out that like there are different like crystals assigned to different um people in sort of like the universe so like you can get a green crystal but it might be like luke skywalker and then obi-wan kenobi like or you can get you know, a blue one and it'll be, you know, other character, maybe like a Yoda. I think Yoda was green, wasn't he? Um, but anyway, so like you can get a green crystal, but they're assigned to different characters in the wall. So they've turned it into like this fucking, uh, got to catch them all Pokemon slash Kinder Surprise thing as well. The right. collectible stuff. And so you can get Holocrons, um, or the Sith ones. I don't know what the Sith ones are called. Uh, and you put the crystals in that and it it's the it lights up depending on what color you put in there but it also like gives you a little fucking indicator of like whose crystal it is that you've got wait so you that you have to buy a jedi one and a sith one no no you can just you can buy whatever one you want there's a jedi uh, but if you wanted to see the like each crystal has a jedi and a sith attached to it right I think so. So if you wanted to see the Sith, you'd have to buy the Sith holocron. If you want to see the Jedi, you'd have to buy the Jedi holocron. I'm not sure. I haven't looked into how it works. I sent you guys a page. Did you read it? They cost. Not really, no. I want to stay blind. I I didn't look into how much um, those were because I wasn't interested. Because I just didn't know what that I thought that was like a little thing. And it wasn't until I got home, I was like, oh, there's actually different types of crystals. Um, So there's that part. And then the other thing is, is like, the Sith crystals are, are the red ones, and there's a bunch of different Sith in there. This is like Vader and, and mm. Kylo Ren and Count Dooku and things like that. Um, and there's imagine, a black crystal. Imagine if you imagine if you bought a red one, right? And yeah. not only did you not get the black crystal, <laughs> you got that fucking whiny little cunt Kylo Ren. Like how fucking you're like, oh my fucking Darth Vader, woo, wah wah wah, and then someone's like, oh, actually, according to the holocron, you got. Kylo Ren, you're like, fuck this shit. Fuck it. I'm out. Could have been worse. Like, Could have been Jar Jar. Ah, Darth Jar Jar. The Sith Lord. <laughs> the Sith Lord. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, yeah, there these these really rare black crystals that you can get, which are um, actually black, but the actual like crystal is black, but the light is still red. But right. it's a different type of crystal. Um, and they're going for like $1,000 on eBay. Something stupid wow. like that. It's it's insane. Um, Here's my question, right? I don't know if you ever looked into hacking Skylanders very much. Yeah, uh, you can hack but... it. <laughs> well, then. I looked it up. <laughs> There's people so you... with like 
are fighter readers that are like rewriting the crystals and like yeah. have found the hex codes for them of course um and so you just rewrite the crystal and change the colors on the fly so 3d print a black crystal yeah use the rfid chip from another one uh maybe buy buy a bunch of red ones 3d print a bunch of black crystals cram the fucking rfid chip rewrite the rfid chips to be the black one and then uh cram them into the black ones and sell them for a thousand bucks a pop Hmm. easy peasy cash money baby yeah i feel like you shouldn't Um, have said any of this oh i should have kept it to myself my own money making opportunity Disney gonna come and get you. Oh, bring it on, Disney. Bring it on. Once you get to me, I've got some fucking things to say about the Mandalorian, okay? You fucking hacks. John Favreau, the fucking chump-ass motherfucking rip-off artist that he is. All right, go back to fucking creating fucking movies where you get to make out a ScarJo, you fucking... Oh, you disgusting old pervert. Okay, fair enough. That's what I got. Took a turn. Um, yeah. So yeah, did the lightsaber stuff. Uh, that was awesome. Cool. Um, cool. Walked around. Uh, like I said, there was uh, there's like stormtroopers walking around as well, and they um, they interact with people. They talk to them. Um, you got a stormtrooper pre- costume, don't you? No, I don't have one. I thought you did. You did. I was one at my parents' house. My, right. my dad's got one somewhere. Oh, your dad's got one. Ah. Right. Um. She's stolen it, taken it over. And so, yeah, they are. They interact. They how interact are you with born? each other. It's, Sorry, how were you born? If your dad's a virgin, I don't understand. Ah, ah, got him, got him with the old nineties burn. Um, yeah. Um, and so these stormtroopers have like pre-recorded dialogue that they can interact with you and the other stormtroopers are in the world. Um. Oh. And from what I gather, it seems like they're using something like hand movements or something to do with their gloves, like touching certain areas or waving their hands in certain ways. Um, and then they can have like f- basically conversations with people or interact with them. Uh, and it's really cool to like, we followed them around for like fucking 15 minutes just to see. <laughs> Hold up. <laughs> what? Yeah. They're waving their hands and having, what is it sign language? I think what, there's what like pressure about? pads in their gloves and they press certain areas and do certain movements and then they can, they've got pre-recorded dialogue that they can say to people or interact with each other with. Why wouldn't they just fucking say stuff? I don't know. Well, I don't know. You, like, I, I don't understand. Why would it be pre-recorded? So that they don't say anything they're not supposed to, I guess. I don't know. I don't run the show over there. Like, I just don't, like, they've got, you can fucking, it's not like the dude in the goofy suit has a fucking pre-recorded message. He just says, what's going on? Whatever the fuck, I can't do a goofy voice, obviously, but like, you know, he just says goofy shit. You know, like, or like, fucking, you run into Snow White or some shit, and she'll like, say Snow White things. She'll put on a fucking British accent, and she'll be like, oh, might I have your apple? Right? She's not fucking pressing buttons in her gloves to press some fu- to play some fucking pre-recorded message. This is the future, though. Oh, my God. It's fucking awful. <laughs> Were they all the same height? Um, I think so. Were they exactly the same height? Well, they're supposed to be. 
that's what I'm saying, right? First of all, Stormtroopers apparently aren't clones anymore. Uh, and second of all, uh, yeah, that would be the only fucking canon reason for them to have fucking pre-recorded dialogue. I don't know. I'm This upsets me. This entire concept. They're not allowed to speak? You have to walk around pressing buttons for fucking six hours a day? <laughs> I would be what very kind of happy with that. that? <laughs> That's a Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. You do a fucking podcast where you yap for fucking three hours every fucking week as if you would shut the fuck up for six hours at a time. The only time you're <laughs> quiet is when you're asleep. And I'm not even quiet during those hours because apparently I sleep talk. Like, it's just... <laughs> seems draconian it seems very empire of yeah. disney you know yeah anyway you're um, enamored with them obviously yeah so they've got they've got the actors walking around um th- there's other characters as well that are in the world i think there's a kylo ren somewhere at some stage um or yeah um and then some like rebellion some spies and whatnot and they've got giant like ships life-size ships around there's like kylo ren's interceptor that's there there's an x-wing in one section um and then they've got the millennium falcon as well which is uh, mm. uh you know to scale um so you can go take photos of that and the, the you can take pretty good photos as well generally you know they'll be busy parts of the day but i got a photo with it at one stage where there's like no one in front of it um right like a pretty wide angle shot so i think that one turned out pretty well i, I might post that on the discord somewhere later so people can have a look um nice. But yeah, man, like the whole experience is, is really cool. They've just opened up a new ride um, in Orlando. And the one that's in Anaheim is opening uh, next year, early next year. And that one's called Rise of the Resistance. Um, and so that one I haven't gone to see. But the one that I did go and check out was the Smuggler's Run. Um, yeah. And this is the one where you are piloting um, the Millennium Falcon. You're doing like a... Or, I'm not sure if it's the Millennium Falcon, but it is. What in the, the, sense the of... same type of ship? I think it is the Millennium Falcon. Um, Why wouldn't it be? I don't know. What is, what is it? A Corellian class class yeah. freighter or whatever the fuck? Yeah. Like, why would it be just some old fucking Corellian class freighter instead of the Millennium Falcon? Well, sorry guys, but we just couldn't let you pilot the Millennium Falcon. But this is pretty close. It's fictional, right? You can do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. Um, and so they, you basically line up in this line. You eventually get to uh, sort of the boarding area. And the boarding area is like the uh, inside of the Millennium Falcon. And you can sit down and take photos and whatnot. Um, and they get you paired up with like, there's six people in your group. And they, they get you into this room. And you are like in the cockpit of the Millennium Falcon. There's buttons everywhere and controls and whatnot each person in the group is assigned a role so there's um two pilots two engineers and two um two people that are on like weapons uh can't remember what they're called Um, gunners gunners yeah that'll do um like i couldn't remember the actual official name for it and so each person has their own role so the two pilots uh one can move left and right the other one goes up and down Two, two gunners are shooting the TIE fighters and all the other things that are in there and the two engineers are doing repairs and stuff like that to your ship and all the stuff sounds like that. fun that, that, that I <laughs> well, we'll see uh, and we, we got super lucky we got to be the pilots um, and so I was left and right 
my wife was up and down which was inverted as well because it's a fucking ship right and so telling her that was like i was like i'll swap with you if you want like i i i do this all the time it's easy no, <laughs> i'll just do the one character <laughs> i'll do both if you want and uh yeah it's a fucking video game like it's the whole experience is you in a cockpit in, in front of a giant screen that you, you know you can't tell it's a screen but it's a, a massive screen because you've got this sort of limited view of the window of mm. the cockpit um but it's a simulated screen and when you move left like the ship that you're sitting in like sort of tilts left and so it's the the moment like you take off and i'm like moving this ship you instantly feel like the momentum um of like you going and it's fucking awesome it's such a cool experience um and then you know there's things that are happening as you go through this it lasts a couple of minutes but um you know you're trying to maneuver into a certain spot so the gunners can shoot you know in the correct locations and stuff like that and yeah it's a it's a really cool experience the whole the whole thing um you know there's definitely rides out there that are sort of like you sit in a thing and it's sort of um because you you said you went to Universal in Japan, so like the like the Spider Man ride, you you did that one right, where you sit in like a like a contained area and it sort of takes you from screen to screen and oh, it's yeah. like a three D yeah. ride. There's a lot yeah. of them going around, and this is yeah. sort of like the next evolution of that. Well, not really evolution of that, but it's like a different take on that, where you're sort of sitting in a screen and you've got you know you're moving around and whatnot. Um, so it, it's really well done and uh, it just feels awesome. So. It's a really cool experience. So definitely recommend people check that out. Um, Whereas I think the Rise of Resistance one is sort of like that. uh, You know, you sit in a a travel thing. Yeah, Yeah. it moves you around from screen to screen. And that stuff is still really cool. Um, And so there's a bunch of rides like that at at Disney still. Like the the Indiana Jones one is really cool. Um, You know, you sit in like, it's like a moving roller coaster thing. Um, Stuff like that is, is a lot of fun. So... Yeah, man, we, we spent basically eight or nine hours there that first day, um, came back the next day, which was the busy day, um, right. you know, the public holiday. Uh, yep. Well, they were both public holidays, but everyone was at Thanksgiving the, the day before. Uh, and it was packed. It was so chockers. But again, used the fast pass thing and didn't really have a problem. So yep. we went went around and saw the things we missed on the, um, the first day in that main park. We did that and we went over to the second park. And, um, yeah, that second park is more orientated for, I don't know, it's just got like a different vibe to it, but there's still like some really good stuff there. They've got an awesome roller coaster. Um, we went on some of the smaller, like kitty rides, like, yep. you know, the, the chair carousels and things like that. Teacups. The teacups was back at the main, the main park. Oh, okay. We did that. Right. Uh, and, um, then they've got the Guardians of the Galaxy ride, which I'm guessing is quite new because, you know disney's only really picked up the marvel stuff recently you know, yeah recently um and yeah man that was one of the best rides i've been on uh my oh, yeah. wife was terrified because uh oh yeah it's you shared a photo we saw a photo <laughs> from the, a photo. yeah the um the we saw a photo from the you know they do the flash the camera at one moment and she looks yeah absolutely fucking terrified and you're sitting behind her having the fucking tummy oh no that was that was splash mountain oh right so it was raining that day (laughs) and then we get on it and i'm like you know this is a water ride right this is why there's no one on this ride and she's like what (laughs) 
It was fucking dead empty. There was no one on it. Uh, and so, yeah, we got we got quite wet. And there's no, like, seatbelts or anything. This is, you just sit in the fucking thing. I'm like, this is, doesn't seem safe at all. <laughs> um, but that was that one. Anyway, so th- this uh, Guardian of the Galaxy one, um, she's got a bit of a fear of, like, elevators, um, like being trapped in an elevator. Okay. Um, and... Uh, we get on this thing and she's like, it's a fucking elevator, isn't it? And I'm like, yeah, of course. And she was, didn't want to really be there. I was like, you'll be fine. As soon as it's done, you'll be like, we, we, you'll want to go again. Um, yeah. And that ride's fucking really good. So good. Um, just like, again, the whole theatrical thing, like this is the thing that a lot of theme parks are doing now. It seems like they're, they're trying to make it an experience, like introducing you to characters. Um, having like the boarding section where there's like a gives you a rundown of what's going on and you know you get to meet ca- so there's like an animatronic um uh fucking rocket that's sort of walking around and talking to you and whatnot and then you get into this elevator and, in the raccoon yeah right um and then you yeah you get in the elevator and off the experience goes and it's really cool really cool experience um so that was probably it basically a tower ter- like the uh disney tower of terror Terra Terra is the one where it goes up in the sky and then just drops you. Um, the Dreamworld Terra Terra hmm. has you sitting out in the open air and drops you. Yeah. Right? Or is it the one that goes up the fucking... The scoop? I don't know. Oh, yeah. yeah no, that's the giant drop. Uh, the Terra Terra is the... Shoots you up a thing and then lets you... Drops you back down. The Disney Terra Terra is an elevator. Yeah. It just drops. Yeah. All right. Yeah, if the if the, the elevator dropped you and then brought you back up again and then dropped you and then brought you up to another floor and then dropped you again and then brought you back up and it's pitch black and you can't see any of this stuff uh, and occasionally yeah. they'll open a door and you're like <laughs> you're like looking out and it's fucking Disneyland and you're like you know six seven stories up and then <laughs> that's cold yeah that's the Tower of Terror well that's the one we did in Disney Sea yeah in Tokyo um, yeah basically basically the same thing um yeah and like the whole the theater of it was really cool it yeah. was entirely in japanese but there were these two uh japanese girls behind us translating everything for us because uh, <laughs> nice. we were standing there making fun we're like oh really oh i totally understand and they're like oh you don't you don't understand japanese and we're like no nah. and they're like oh uh he said and then they just fucking told us and then the next next time they spoke they're like, he said I'm like cool thanks and then we got split off into a different group from them so yeah my help got to that's yeah. handy oh it was very helpful but yeah yeah anyway. um so yeah we spent how did the... your wife enjoy it oh yeah she loved it right. um yeah she wanted to, to check it out again um so yeah, like all the you know, there's there's some really good rides. I'd say that like Disneyland's the best theme park I've been to. Um, yeah, I like like I've done Six Flags a bunch, and that's it's pretty good. Like I like roller coasters and whatnot, yep. but at the end of the day, um, like roller coasters are uh, for the most part sort of very samey, um, except like they've just got different styles, and you know some some have different loops and whatnot but it's sort of the same thing over and over again um whereas this is just different types of experiences like different things that are going on and just the date the like the detail they go into in every single ride like it is so clean over there um 
they spend a lot of money keeping that park clean and keeping things like it feels like they paint everything every fucking year because it's it doesn't look old everything looks even though there's stuff in there there is like 50 years old some of the rides like they've got older rides that they've obviously updated and whatnot but um you know stuff that's like the peter pan ride that's been there for decades um it still looks new um so that stuff is really cool yeah so if you're a big disney fan um it's really hard to not like that stuff it's just the amount of like every the way everything looks is is really awesome so i'm kind of glad that we got the two-day pass because we were gonna go to six flags um on one of those days but we just recently gone to six flags here in san fran within the last month for the halloween stuff um mm. and i i've been to that six flags like four times or something right. um and so being able to go you know to Dis- the two disneyland parks which are literally next door to each other um yeah you know, like within it's like a, a 30 second walk uh super handy um yeah and they're, they're a lot of fun so i know you're going i think next year right yeah, I booked my flights, uh, so I'm going in July next year. Yeah. Um, so that's going to be awesome. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that'd be fun. Um, so yeah, I'd recommend if people ever go to that, definitely look at the the fast pass stuff because the lines... So, like, there's a couple of rides that they're like, they don't do the fast pass stuff. I think the one that we had, which we couldn't get a fast pass for, was the Peter Pan ride. And that was about a 50-minute wait. Right. Um and that is like most rides on that day, like in fifty minutes to yeah two and a half hours up to yeah. There was some the the one ride that we didn't get a chance to go on, which we really wanted to, was the Cars ride, right? Um, so the Pixar, yeah. Um, and that was about two and a half hours every day. The uh, the two days that we were there, where we couldn't get on, it, and there was no fast pass for that particular ride. Why? Don't know. It's it's it, it must be really good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yes, know. Yeah. Uh, I no yeah, must be. That's it's just like crazy. a really good, like Disney has obviously this collection of stuff everybody likes. You know, yeah. all the Marvel stuff, the classic Disney movies, the Pixar. Um, they've got all the Fox stuff now, Simpsons and whatnot. So, mm. um, yeah, there's just a lot of really good things you can go there and, and see throughout the day. Um, yep. And then, so the other place we went to was Universal. Uh, did the whole studio tour thing where you go through yep. what they're filming there and whatnot. They've got the the King Kong uh, experience, so you're in the during the tour, um, and then they do like the giant 3D screen with the King Kong attacking the the thing. And the new one they've got there is the Fast and Furious experience as well, um, right. where the Rock is pretending to act like he's got really good friends with Vin Diesel. Uh, oh, yeah. It's, yep. it's really well done. <laughs> um, yeah, and then there's like a, it's a, a giant car scene. You know, there's cars blowing up and shooting at you and whatnot. It's, and they've said it's the, the biggest 3D screen in in America. Right. Um, and you basically sit in this, uh, this studio to a giant chain of cars and... Uh, yeah, the whole thing it happens basically all around you in a three D screen. So that was cool. Um, yeah, and then we went to the Simpsons. Uh, so Universal has the Simpsons area. Went on that ride. It was fine. You know, it was okay. Did you go to the Quickie Mart? Went to the Quickie Mart. Went to Moe's. 
went to uh did like have, did that did you have a duff no uh super squishy no because what they they've they don't really have like it's i don't know man like it's not like i want to go and get a duff can beer and they don't have that it's just like they'll give you duff but it's in like a paper like a plastic cup and you don't really know what it is like right if I took a, like, I want to take a fucking photo of that, right? And put it on social media or something. And nobody, <laughs> nobody knows what's true. Does, it, does right? it not come in like a little pint, uh, pint sized stein? No, it was, they were plastic cups or pouring them into. That's I know they'd run out or something, but yeah. So we went in there, we got some, um, just some Mexican food and whatnot. Uh, so we did that. That whole area is really cool. Um, the ride is fine. I, you know, it's, it's fine. It's nothing spectacular. Um, sure. went down and did the mummy ride. That was really, that was really fun. Um, that is like another roller coaster with yep. things jumping out at you and whatnot. Then went and did the new Jurassic Park ride. Uh, I think you've done this one at probably Universal. Is it the Pterodactyl? No. Uh, Universal Japan has the Pterodactyl ride. Oh, um, no, which... no, because I've done this one before at Universal Japan. Uh, it, you're sitting in like a water sort of ride and it, it's like a roller coaster but not really it's like a like oh a yeah that's kind of shit yeah, yeah. Um, and so <laughs> this the one at Anaheim or at Disneyland uh, sorry not Disneyland um, in uh, LA uh, has been updated to the Lost World and so they've got they've made a bunch of changes to it so they've updated everything right basically same concept um, except like you get into one stage, one area, and there's like giant screens all around you, and it's got the underwater dinosaurs like trying to break the glass, and then like you're getting sprayed by water and stuff like that. Cool. So that stuff's really cool. Uh, and then they've just updated a bunch of like the animatronics and um, different types of dinosaurs. You know that uh, I can't remember what it's called, but the hybrid dinosaur in the first one has like escaped. And so there's like a fucking showdown don't, between don't that. Don't talk to me about Jurassic World. You said the Lost World before, not Jurassic World. Um, Jurassic World, yeah, my bad. Um, mm. But yeah, that, that one's really fun. And then what else is there? Um, can't remember. Um, Jaws? No, nah, so the Jaws Jaws stuff is part of the the studio tour. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think they used to have like a... Jo- little boat ride but they decommissioned that quite recently because it was so oh really yeah Jaws, Jaws saw... was a big part of the USJ one the Japan one it was awesome it was entirely in Japanese I had no fucking idea what was going on yeah well yeah. so we went into the um, the Terminator one <laughs> oh yeah in Japan it was yeah. like no idea what was going on utterly pointless <laughs> <laughs> yeah we yeah that's the one where we got like three quarter we waited for like 30 minutes and we got like yeah a deep into the line and then we're like we could all we could hear was japanese and we're like we're not gonna get anything out of this it's it's a 40 ride uh let's just go and we bailed um, yeah because we still had another half an hour to wait or something um right. yeah yeah um and so we watched a bunch of the like the theater presentations the you know the the animal actors ones um uh they've got things like talking about special effects and how they're done um and then we went and watched Waterworld, which is really cool so this is the the attraction that was 
Well, no, it was the attraction came first, right? And then they based the film off of that. I think similarly to like Pirates, Pirates of the Caribbean, Caribbean. Right? yeah, Caribbean, um, Caribbean, yeah. And that that was you know the the I've I felt like I'd seen the World World one before, but I, I don't think I had. Uh, but yeah, that was that was really good, um, a lot of fun. And then went over to uh, Hogsmeade and and Hogwarts, 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 Hogwarts. <laughs> the Harry Potter Harry Potter area. Um, yeah, and that stuff's a lot of fun. We went on the um, the main ride they've got there, which at one stage broke down while we were in it. Uh, that was really cool. Um, it just what? stopped. <laughs> it, like it, it, the thing had started, and we were sort of maybe thirty seconds into it, and then the thing just like stops, and then like you hear Harry Potter saying, "Oh, sorry about that." Like we'll look into it or whatnot and we're sort of like mid hanging on this fucking thing and my wife's like what's happened i'm like i think oh it's it's broken and she's like you're joking right i'm like no no it sounds like it's broken she's like no this seems this is part of it isn't it I'm like no i think it's broken <laughs> we're like <laughs> hanging on this That's thing amazing. and then about a minute later it starts back up again um yeah yeah and so that was that was cool uh and then they had this whole uh like christmas themed experience around um the whole area and so the castle was like lit up and they did like a light show on the castle on hogwarts hogwarts i keep saying it wrong um and uh like all the um all the shops in there were done up in christmas decoration and they had snow on all the buildings and whatnot um and so we went into uh, where you go and, and pick your wands and whatnot. So we went went in there and they do like a whole, um, again like another theater presentation thing where they pick out one person and they do this you know whole thing with the the wand picking stuff, which is pretty cool. Uh, so we end up buying a wand in there, um, and then you can buy, I think it's for like an extra ten dollars or five dollars or something. You get like an electronic one that interacts with certain things around the area. Um, there's like fifteen different sort of like um i i guess they're like a like an xbox connect where it's got like a a reader on the wands and then like there's a camera sort of reading its movements and so you make movements using the wand at certain areas and uh and then that interacts and triggers some sort of event um and so we went around and did all that that was pretty cool had some um some butter beer like you said before that was really good uh that she spiked it for me and put some some bourbon in there which is which is good what <laughs> yeah no way yeah, yeah that wasn't touched. an option in japan she made it that's, alcoholic i'm gutted yeah it was just basically creaming soda it was way too sweet right wow okay no this one was really good um yeah and there's a bunch of shops that are around there and they're all really cool to sort of walk through and have a look at all the stuff but uh yeah i, I liked universal it was fun nowhere near as good as uh, Disneyland though so yeah uh, there was that uh, and and then the next day we went to the basketball um, the Lakers versus Mavs we had a choice between Lakers and Mavs and I think it was Lakers and Wizards well, maybe should have gone on that one I can't remember <laughs> no well we, ha- we had a choice I was like I don't want to see I don't want to see the Lakers get blown out I want to see the Lakers getting blown out so we went to the Mavs game instead <laughs> why instead. would you is this is this because you you know you're full fucking warriors now and you're like yeah making it yeah full like transitioning into a warriors fan you're like gotta see Lakers lose yeah 
Well, they were winning for most of the game, and like third quarter yeah. came along, and they just got belted. Um, yeah, we. I think we had again. Tickets to basketball games are ridiculously expensive. Yeah. Um, I think we paid maybe two hundred US for the tickets we had, and so that would be you know over three hundred each. Yeah. Um, and we were up pretty pretty high, but f- like every time we go, they're they're still good seats. Like you can see everything, yeah. and you feel like you're close. Um, it's so, not like you're in Marvel Stadium, sixteen kilometers from the court or anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and then we went home. But I, I felt like we had some sort of like we didn't tip someone, and so they put a curse on us the entire trip. Um, so yeah, it basically rained the first day we got there. Um, we had the ride breakdown of us when we were on there. We had uh, we lost the basketball. Um, yep. Our flight got delayed by about six hours that night. Uh, flight was supposed to leave at like seven o'clock. We got home at three thirty a.m. Um, wow! Because of the the weather here, um, right? We were actually going to drive instead because of the delay, and yeah. uh, they ended up closing the main highway between, <laughs> between here and, and LA uh, because of ice on the roads. Like fucking cars were flipping over and stuff like that. You're um, kidding! So that was fun. That's Luckily, amazing. we didn't decide to do that. Yeah, yeah, man. There was just like things going wrong. I like I tried to go into. We tried to get chicken waffles at Roscoe's and yeah. Apparently we got there too late because they were closing in twenty minutes and the place was already full, so we couldn't get chicken waffles. It's very disappointing. Get wrecked. Anyway, but we got here Amazing. in one piece, so that's true. That that sounds good. like yeah, mostly a good time. Yeah, yeah, we're still good. Um, so yeah, they're, they're the kind of things I'd recommend if you ever head over there. Uh, give yourself plenty of time for for Disneyland. Two days seems mm. like seems like a lot, but when you get there, there's just so much to see. It's, so I think two days is really good. Yep. Um, uh, and then book like if you go on a Galaxy's Edge, make sure you book in advance. Yeah. If you want to do that stuff, uh, it's definitely expensive. I think it's two fifty US for the or two hundred US for the um for the lightsaber building, and yep. the droid building I think is ninety nine US. Um, right. but and then the can- uh, cantina is thirteen dollar drinks or something like that. Cocktails, right. thirteen dollar cocktails, and uh, but you know again it's you're there for a holiday you're there for the yeah to spend stupid money on stupid stuff and it's fun so exactly yeah yeah it's it's a lot of it's a lot of fun i think you'll enjoy it when you head over hell yeah yeah so that was my thanksgiving um so i didn't play a ton of games yeah because i was playing mobile games but that was about it yeah uh, we got back and then I jumped in and I didn't get re- really get a chance to play anything new. I, like I put a couple of requests in to get some new codes, but nothing's come through yet. So, yeah. We'll I, uh, speaking of mobile games, real quick, I uh, I think I'm done with Empires and Puzzles, eh? Right. I don't know. It just seems to be a lot of the same now. I made it to level 20 yeah. with the Fortress thing. 20. And, uh, yeah. And uh, it made oh, okay. Stronghold. That took seven days. Yeah. And I... Then I had to upgrade my fucking hero train, training building thing. Oh, yeah. 
and that took four days. I'm like, I just can't be fucked. I'm like, what am I going to do? Check back in in four days? Nah. Probably not. Yeah. I don't know. Things take too long now. Uh, and I think the direct incentivization is to get me to pay money for the fucking pass to build two things at once, I guess. Right. Um, but yeah. Fuck that shit. Yeah. So yeah. I think I'm done. I don't know. Yeah, two five stars. One capped out four star. Two other four stars that are nearly capped out. Just can't be fucked anymore. Hmm. Um, I mean, we got like a level 50 something that jumped into the team oh, yesterday yeah. or something like that. I don't know. Cool. Nice. Pretty high. Um, well, I'm out. So I've been playing that. Play, played some like wordscapes, I think it's called. Um, right. So like a crossword thing. I played some crossword games, but they were like the what I was doing while I was away. Um, so yeah, the, the 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 newest game that I sort of played was the Smuggler's Run at Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. So yeah. yep. So we should we cool. talk about some other stuff? Oh, you got board games, right? I do. Uh, I spent my weekend, well, not the whole weekend, but I, I played uh, Gloomhaven. Finally, uh, I bought this literally when it came, became available, uh, and I haven't played it since. And I still haven't played that version of the game. Uh, I went around to a mate's place, uh, Doug, and uh, me, Nate, Doug, and uh, another dude, Chipper, we all played Gloomhaven uh, on Doug's board instead of my board. Um, And we sank a lot of piss, uh, (laughs) which may have been a mistake. Uh, Gloomhaven is scarily complex uh unbelievably complex there is a lot going on once you understand it uh it's not that hard but it's daunting it's got like a fucking learning curve like mount everest it is a straight vertical line up uh once you get over the top of that um and it's got like a decent uh it's got decent tools to help you learn but it is at the end of the day like to learn how to play Gloomhaven, it's just a fuck ton of reading, really. Mm. Uh, you've just got, you've just got to learn each single little bit uh, to to get to a point where yeah, you've got some fucking um, idea of how to even start. You know, like it's it's just fucking it's a rough start. But once you get over it, it's it's really fucking good. Like it's really fun, um, and there's still more learning to be had um there's still like stuff you have to fucking you won't understand in your first um dungeon and stuff like that so at its core gloomhaven is basically a dungeon crawler um i think the easiest way to think about it is like constructed dungeons and dragons Mm. you know like uh instead of having a dm it's the board the board game itself is the engine that drives your dungeoning adventure and so it sort of tells you uh like where to place all the enemies and all that kind of stuff um you've got like you start in a town you can buy some gear um you've got your individual characters and they all do different things and um they've like they've got dramatically different abilities uh and when you're playing um there's like an emphasis on on playing to the the you know the rules of the game so um you've got like initiative uh that is, that occurs like that it's revealed at random um and you're not supposed to tell people you're not supposed to like when you're playing mm. 
uh, your cards, you're not supposed to be like, oh, well, I've got an initiative of 12, so I will go first. And uh, I'm doing this for this much damage and this for um, moving this many squares. You're supposed to be like, uh, I'm going to go quick and I'm going to try and womp some cunts. Go hard. Um, hey? <laughs> going to go quick and, go and you go hard. That's it, yeah. Um, yeah, like, it's it, you're supposed to keep it vague so that everyone has some idea of, like, or, like, has some idea of what, what you're doing and can make, uh, like, changes to what they plan in, but, uh, like, they don't have, know exactly what you're doing. And, like, over the course of the... Um, the game you sort of learn a lot about your teammates um, they learn a lot about themselves so Chipper was playing this like rogue type character and like over the course of the like he would be like oh I'm going a bit slower uh, but I'm going to womp some cunts and then he would still be the fastest person by like fucking light years on our team uh, so he would still like he basically by the end of, of the thing we were just we'd assume that Chipper was going to go first, like, no matter what. And the real, like, real question was whether or not we were going to go before the enemies. And, you, yeah, there's, like, an element of attempting, like, there's some gamesmanship, there's some tactics in how you do that kind of stuff. Because, like, there, there is a... You've got, like, a, like, ranges to take into consideration, and you've got, like... Um, your own movements and all that kind of stuff. You can only move. You move one, uh, a turn, and you attack a turn, and like so, you can do those two actions, and it sort of like manipulates uh, like what what those two things mean. Like there, there is the ability to uh, instead of moving, heal, or instead of attacking, um, you might like loot and stuff like that uh there there is like some wiggle room but the basics is you will move and you will attack uh or you'll attack and you'll move um and so there's like as you go through this first dungeon you sort of get your head around that kind of stuff um so we had chipper as the rogue type character um doug was the uh like I don't know, like sort of a rangy, like sort of a half ranged fighter, half half like in your face type mm. fighter, like very capable uh, in the front lines. Like could take a couple of hits uh, and do some damage, but could also like sit back and and chuck in from behind. Nate was a very much a tank character, like just sat there could stand and deliver and just like womp on motherfuckers uh wherever and then i was pure magic user uh we selected our characters at random um and yeah my chick i feel like my chick is was like sort of an advanced character she was fucking tough she started um so we start you start in gloomhaven and then you go to a dungeon and there's like a travel phase in that uh and like so you you do your travel phase and a random encounter occurs during the travel phase and you make a choice uh based on like the encounter and so our encounter was we we ran into some wolves along the way 
uh, well, we heard the howling of wolves and our choices were to run uh, or to stand and fight. We chose to stand and fight. Uh, we figured we could beat some wolves. Uh, when they showed up, there were way more wolves than we expected. Uh, so we had to start with negative three health at mm. the start of the dungeon. That was half my health. I was at half health from the start of the fucking dungeon. Uh, it was barely a fucking scratch on the other three but i was like i was on death's door knocking on death's door fucking oh god so my first turn was to heal myself like straight out of the bat i had to heal myself because i just didn't have like if if health is a resource that you can spend and it is for a tank but it wasn't for me like i just didn't have enough to spend uh i was yeah basically a one hit and once we got into some combat yeah I was a one hit. Like at that point, if I hadn't healed, I would have been dead. Um, like she fe- felt really complicated, and she was she didn't have a lot of like. Th- there's this concept of stamina in mm-hmm. the game, um, which is really really cleverly done. Uh, in like you can become exhausted, so we weren't playing permadeath. So if you drop to zero health, uh, you, you don't die. You just KO'd. Um, and if you run out of cards, you're similarly exhausted. And uh, my check uh, only had nine total cards, I think it was. And Nate had like 12. Uh, Doug, I think, had 11. And ele- Chip had 11 as well. And I only had nine. Hmm. By the end, by the end of this first dungeon, like I had to finish the dungeon on my turn or i was exhausted like i was technically out and they could have like the guys could have finished it without me but i don't want to fucking die and miss out on like ending treasure or whatever the fuck because um, you get any like if you become exhausted you get anything you earned before you're exhausted but anything after you miss out on so yeah i just finished it because uh, like the upside of her is that she was like she's capable of of shit tons of damage like she's very much a glass cannon she's sort of like the fucking uh oh that quiet guy he hasn't done anything yet what's he gonna do Hmm. and then yeah like fucking just murders everyone um like at one point i did straight up murder everyone and like right at the end uh i did the same i like fucking belted from one side of the dungeon room to the other uh and i used an attack that killed the last three people um like basically just on my own uh which was felt like a really but that's that's the thing right like that was that was obviously my only option uh at that stage but it was so cleverly done to make it feel like like well a it was an option which was awesome but yeah to make it feel like it was my only option made the whole thing feel super tense by the time we got to there were three rooms in this dungeon by the time we got to the third room we had a decent understanding of how the fucking game worked and we'd realized quite like already that we'd fucked it up to some extent like uh we had like stamina management is pretty critical uh, and we hadn't been managing our stamina at all. Um, there's 
ways you can use your cards uh, and when you use them, it burns them. Uh, so you've got a discard pile and you can recover from your discard pile. Um, but when you recover, you burn a card. It's, mm -hmm. it's gone forever. And there's ways you can uh, recover the discard, but you can't recover the burn pile unless you've got a specific ability. My chick had that ability, which is the only reason why I made it a third fucking room at all. But through better stamina management, I could have probably made it further through, which I think is why that first dungeon is created the way it is. You know, it's a sort of introduced to stamina management as a concept because the game vaguely tells you about it, but it doesn't really um, go into it. It's way better. Like, it's so cleverly done that it shows you what it means, what stamina management means. Um, so yeah, it does a really good job of that. And yeah, we like, there was, you know, obviously a shit ton of bants. Nate was stealing all my gold. Uh, I was stealing Doug's, Doug, Doug, everyone gets like a secret fucking mission at the start. My mission was to finish on full health, uh, which is the other reason why I didn't want to get exhausted. Um, yeah, my mission was to finish on full health. Nate's was to... Oh, I can't remember. It was like, I think he had to kill a certain amount of people, which is why he kept charging in. Um, I can't remember what Chippers was. And Doug's was to loot a treasure chest. Uh, and uh, I kept looting the treasure chests and he couldn't do it. You're not allowed to tell people your secret mission. So uh, that kind of fucked him. Um, but yeah, like it was just rad. Like it was, yeah, there was heaps of bands, but there was also a real sense of like, party camaraderie like you got a real idea of like relying on your teammates and uh like giving them a bit of shit but also like diving in to save them at the last moment i definitely i like made a move that 1000 percent saves nate's life hmm. uh or saves him from getting exhausted before the end <clears throat> um even though it put me in the like this was in the third room it put me in the precarious position of having to win the game in the next turn or dying myself like it's just because there was like there was a it felt like there was a 99 percent chance that he was going to be exhausted he was gonna die if i didn't do this uh and there was only like a 50 percent chance that i would die if i did it you know like so I'm like, well, we can all get out of this alive. So we might as well do it. You know, like it felt like it passively incentivized us to to play as a really good party while still affording us heaps of opportunities to like dick one another over and steal each other's gold and like just fuck up, like fuck about in that sense. Uh, which is yeah, I I think part of what makes it really clever. And there's stacks of stacks of writing, stacks of like. Um, fantastic world building like describing all the things that are going on in the world that uh as we got drunker and drunker um we cared less and less about which uh yeah mm. like I, I guess isn't ideal but uh was still awesome because we're you know crafting our own story which is what you want out of a dungeon builder you know like a dungeon crawler rather um yeah like you want it to be your story or the story of your party um, so it's going to be done your way and maybe sometimes the pattern doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, so we finished that first one 
Uh, we thought we were too drunk to start a new one, so uh, we just <laughs> kept too drinking. Too much predator instead. Uh, sadly, no. no. <clears throat> Doug doesn't own predator. Doesn't own predator. But yeah, <laughs> um, so that was that was that, and yeah, it was uh, it was awesome. Um, it's I I definitely. I mean, you have to be into board games and you have to have, like, uh, a group of people who are in the mindset to play a complex board game, um, which makes, like, I think heavily complex, uh, complicates things hmm. because I know a lot of people who want to play board games, but they don't want to play something as dense as yeah. a I play Monopoly. Like it's, yeah, right? Like, and there are a billion fucking, billion options for games you can play that aren't Monopoly. Um but I would not say Gloomhaven is one you would crack out in its stead. You know, like you got to sort of work your way up to that sort of thing and find the right group group of people who are about something that complicated. Um, yeah, reading an hour of rules before you actually start. Yeah, and um, so like we won't need to do that. We'll probably need a like quick ten minute refresher <clears throat> next time we play. Um, but like largely, we won't need to go back to the rule book again um probably have it next to us just to check things uh but yeah like that's the thing right once you're over that hump uh i think you're you're in but uh until then it's extremely daunting Mm -hmm. Uh, and i think that's absolutely uh like i think part of the reason it's so like it's i think it's like the top rated game on board game geek and like it's a very widely well-regarded game but i think some of that is board game elitism it'd Mm. be like if uh crusader kings was considered the greatest video game because the you know the requirement the knowledge requirement to get involved is so dramatically high Mm. that only the most persistent would would play it and there's yeah. there's an element there of elitism in in that it sort of gatekeeps out people who aren't really about board games. And so from that perspective, I don't think it's the best board game ever, um, Gloomhaven. Um, but if you are into board games, um, and I guess from that perspective too, people who are on Board Game Geek would mm-hmm. be into board games. So it sort of makes sense. Like board games aren't like video games; they're not sort of this universal thing yet um they're growing more and more and people are getting more and more into board games but uh yeah it's sort of it's it's a slow slow like it's a lot slower than people general acceptance of video games you know yeah and time consuming and yes quite time consuming uh in a way that video games just aren't most of the time i mean there are some absolutely some that take up forever but um yeah like largely yeah you just jump in and out yeah um yeah anyway uh if you are about that board game life i would recommend gloomhaven but there might be better there might be other dungeon crawlers that you would prefer might be easier to get you i've been looking at one called uh catacombs uh that i think looks quite interesting uh it's sort of a um it's a dungeon crawler but also like a um 
you f- like instead of you, you sort of put your uh, dungeon board down and then you attack by flicking your pieces at the enemies uh, and you have to sort of knock them that way and so it's a little bit like it's a lot goofier compared to Gloomhaven I think that might be that that looks like a good like stepping stone to get people into the idea of a dungeon crawler and then take them into the dense uh, depths of Gloomhaven sure but yeah anyway yeah nice alright hmm. should we go into some video games some Let's prop, do it. Some proper video games. Uh, what do we got here? Battlegrounds, Hearthstone, Battlegrounds. You still playing that? Yes, I'm still playing it. I, like I, I don't know what it is. I guess it's always one of those things with me where I'll play a game and sit, like I'll hate a game because I'm terrible at it. Yeah. Uh, I, I just lose over and over again, and I hate it and I hate it and I hate it. And then as soon as I talk about it on the podcast, I hear myself talking about it. I'm like, Joe, you just fucking hate this game because you're bad at it. You shit come. Um, and so I will go and uh, yeah uh, play it until I can mm. win consistently and then I'll be like alright uh, it's still bad for all the reasons I said I was right uh, I guess I just need to confirm to myself some of the, the things I just think it's yeah it's it's way too RNG heavy um, it's like it is overwhelmingly RNG heavy and so you wind up in these situations. I've got, like, last week when I was talking about it, I think I had two wins total. Uh, I think the game said I had three wins, uh, and I distinctly don't remember getting one of those wins at all. Like, I just flat out have no... I had no idea that I'd ever, like, ever won. As far mm. as I was aware, I'd never won a game, and yet the game would come up and it was like, one win! And I'm like... I mean, I'll take it, right? Yeah. I don't know how I did it, uh, and I couldn't possibly replicate it, but I'll take it. And then got another two wins on my own, mostly off the back of uh, Dance and Daryl, the cheatiest character who ever cheated. Um, and then, yeah, since then, uh, I think I've got another 15 wins by now. Um, I got, I'd say, I don't know, fucking... 40 games under my belts uh i've dropped out of the top four five times maybe four or five times um i can reliably get into the top four which is qualified as a win but a real win uh yeah i got about 15 of those since then um and it's mostly just a case of yeah like like i was saying last week you have two hero characters you buff them to shit and then you become essentially unstoppable. Um, the more, like, I think, in my experience, Murlocs are the best option uh, just because of how many, uh, how you can stack them uh, in in heinous ways. And there's the Gentle Megasaur um, is a tier six character. Hmm. Um, and if you get it, if you get him... You can adapt all your Murlocs. And uh, if you can get a couple of him, you wind up in a situation where you've got like a bunch of like 40 plus uh, damage, 40 plus health Murlocs with taunts and poison and uh, divine shield. 
Uh, so the first hit that anyone does on them does no damage at all, uh, but they poison them, so they instantly kill them. Uh, and so you wind up in the situation where, yeah, you need to somehow tech against just these overstacked adapted murlocs. So in that situation, yeah, murlocs tend to be the best. If you want to wipe out motherfuckers real quick, um, you can microbot it up. You just add, you can get an amalgam and put a bunch of microbots on them. But, yeah. uh, and then like, that's like, you can wind up doing like fucking the 20 plus damage to people. Really fuck them up. But um, yeah, yeah, you just wind up, it's, it's about finding your tribal synergy, but in a lot of cases, you're actually really uh, way better off forcing certain tribal synergies. If you get a sniff of the Murloc tribal synergy, it's always in your mm. interests to chase it down, or at least have it available enough uh, to, to make it work at some point, just because of, of how powerful they become. If you can... If you can do a bunch of things, if you can like beast still crazy because how how beasty you can get your uh, hyena. Um, if you can get enough stuff to spawn, so you wind up with like spiders all over the place. I had a game uh, where I got there's like a there's a six mama bear, uh, tier six mama bear, who uh, she'll do like plus four plus four to any summoned beast and so when your spider summoning thing dies oh sorry rat when your rat thing dies and it summons rats uh as many rats as there are like your um the health of your rat thing right uh it'll summon fucking like six fucking rats and then the mama bear will buff them to five five rats or seven uh, six six rats but if you've got two mama bears they're fucking ten tens and so the board like you think you just took out something huge and you did but now the fucking board's filled with with rats uh that are also huge i had a fucking i had a golden version of her so she was doing eight eight hmm. plus i had another one i had an extra mama bear uh so suddenly yeah they're, they're like the fucking board is filled with fucking huge rats uh, and you've got to somehow take them down. You've got no board clears because board clears don't really exist uh, in this. It's not like in in regular Hearthstone you play with Twisting Nether or something where there is no Twisting Nether ability on a on a hero, uh, sorry, on a minion. So yeah, you, you just sort of have to deal with all of them and it becomes far too overwhelming uh, even if you have uh, a billion fucking like taunting poison murlocs, it's still really difficult to deal with if if there is one poison beast, uh, or better still, a uh, a nightmare amalgam who you can adapt to be poison wind fury with divine shield. Like, yeah, you just it's just. It, it doesn't feel like I'm doing anything different. I just mm -hmm. do the same thing. It feels like Knight's Matter, right? It feels like Knight's Matter in Underlords uh, with more RNG 
because at the end of the day, I don't get to pick what they attack. So when I most of the games where I should have come first, um, I, I lose because the wrong thing got attacked at some point and mm. I didn't have or I didn't get the cards I needed to taunt something up uh, to protect my hyena or uh, the gentle Megasaur never showed up when it needed to or whatever the fuck and if it had I would have won but instead I got yeah I basically couldn't forge my own path my own destiny uh, which is what I was talking about last week it annoys me so anyway, I st- but I, st- I still play it. I mean, it's it's a decent way to kill a bit of time. Um, and it's, yeah, it doesn't require a lot of in-depth thought on my part. Yeah. Um, there's, yeah, the only time it gets hairy is when I'm trying to do my Dance and Daryl dance. And uh, that's about it. But yeah, anyway, so that's that. Nice. Speaking of fucking RNG heavy horse shit. How about Underlord's knock knockout? Yeah, mode? that's fucking insane. I I I, <laughs> get, I get so aggravated playing that. Oh I like God. it. It's so fucking uh, it's so fucking dumb. Uh, <laughs> I think they'll they'll heinous. definitely keep tweaking it a little bit. Uh, I'd probably like to see an extra life in there. Maybe bump it up to five lives instead of four. Yeah, just to give you like that gimme on the first one because it is that first round can be super random <laughs> like and if and it's such a rough way to lose it like oh okay so i lose because what i picked the wrong starting crew it's not like i had the fucking agency to do anything about it right like it well you just I, didn't roll an upgrade with the yeah. 10 coins that you've got right like oh okay um cool i guess i'll just die then yeah um yeah, that would. Yeah, you're right. I, th- I think an extra life would be would feel a lot better. But at the same time, yeah, like it sucks when you. Oh well, that game took three minutes because I lost everything because I never fucking saw a single like a yeah. single fucking two star. Uh, I never fucking upgraded anything despite rolling, re-rolling, uh, all my fucking balls off. I never mm-hmm. saw a single two star, and I faced off against the same fucking dude. Uh, yeah, like for two of my lives, and he's got a fucking three star already. Like <laughs> it's the second round. <laughs> yeah, it's the fucking second round, and, and he's already got a three star. So I guess I'm, I am just gonna die. I guess I'll just fucking reek you. Yeah, yeah. It's- but I mean, that's the thing about it as well, though, is that you can get frustrated about it, but at the same time, it's they're literally like five minute games. They over so quickly. That, that's yeah. why I like it is that you can like we belted out like six games yesterday last night when we were right. playing like super quickly yeah. with a group of with a group of us all on the same yeah. uh, same team um, you know and it's just same party it's fun like that um, yeah. I, I do think that they'll probably keep tweaking it a little bit like you it definitely needs some tweaking yeah. I mean, it's, it's 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 a good showcase I, I had no faith in Legion Commander until I played with her and oh, managed yeah. to turn her into a fucking monster. Um, I, I get I get her as a character now. Uh, but yeah, like other than that, like it, yeah, it just feels like a fucking crapshoot, man. Like it just feels like, well... I know they've changed her abilities slightly and I was still confused by how she worked until I went brawnies and I was like, why does she... Why is she doing... 
600 damage a hit. I, I still don't know why, because it's supposed to only be 8%, and I don't understand still, like, what is going on with that character? Like, 8% um, of of 100 is not an extra 400 damage, and I'm like, I don't understand where this 400 damage is coming from. I'm very confused. I had her as Brawny, and she was... She had... So at three stars, she has thirty-two or thirty-six hundred health or something. That's stupid. Uh, uh, but so you just took Brawny, everyone else off the board, and we're like, with Brawny, she had fourteen thousand. Like, she was just dueling. Yeah. I put a like I put a fucking refresher orb on her, so she'd duel someone. They would have no hope. She'd build her attack up, and then she would immediately duel someone else. They would have no hope, and it was just it just went that way. By the end, uh, so in the like second last or third last round, uh, my game crashed. All right, and so I got back in, and it was like the round where you get to add your tenth hero. Yeah, I got back in with like fucking five seconds left, so I just bought the first thing, the most expensive thing that was available on the shop, and I dumped it on the fucking board. And I won that round with a level one Slardar uh, and a level one Beastmaster <laughs> and three-star Legion Commander doing whatever the fuck she wanted. Like, it just didn't matter. Like, it literally did not matter at that point what you did to me. They were going to die at a Legion Commander. She was just going to fucking murder everyone. I had the flip side of that when a dude got fucking uh, level uh, three-star Morphling in the second or third round and I killed everyone on his team without losing anyone. I killed everyone on his team except for three star Morphling who then one V one everyone on my team. And I lost that round and I was fucking <laughs> losing my shit. Uh, yeah, that was aggravating as fuck. Yeah. Um, Some of those late, yeah. late games can get really funny though with you got like, seven three stars on your team like something stupid and the other yeah. team has like the same and it's just they just go forever <laughs> it's just yeah dumb. well last night when i jumped in to the the big squad playing i uh i had i had seven three stars and nobody else had more than four hmm. so i just got basically fed that game uh which like i needed to because uh the round before, like, I, I was on a seven-win streak and then I came up against the dude in second place. I think he came second eventually. Um, and he had uh, he had magic users. And like right. you pointed out, he didn't even have the... He didn't have the second six. tier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was one short. He, he was five. He had five. He had one more for the full magic. And he, or he still fucking ripped me up. Like, he fucking, like, pantsed me. And then the next round, like during the shot phase of the next round, I bought fucking, I think like five, my, yeah, five new fucking three stars. And the next time I faced off against him, it was actually still pretty close, like really close. He may have gotten his sixth magic user, but I still fucking, yeah, it still didn't matter. Like I whomped him with fucking, what's her face, Marana. Standing in the corner, facing the wrong way, doing literally nothing for some reason. Uh, that's, that's what she does. That's what she does. 
But yeah, it was, uh, it was gold. Yeah, yeah. I uh, uh, yeah, it's fun. I like it. I think they'll probably roll another still- patch tomorrow or something today. Um, yeah. Tighten it up a little bit, but otherwise, I'm enjoying that mode. I'm still playing the regular ranked mode. It's yeah. it's fun. It's my like go to, my go to game still. All right, uh, PUBG. Been playing a bit of that still. I've been jumping into um, to solos. Right over here, because you can get solos over there. Because I can get solos over here. Um, played my first one and. Uh, I was doing all right. I had like three kills on, it was on Miramar and, um, I heard shooting up in front of me. I was running, I was outside the zone and I just got into the zone Mm. and I was healing up and I heard someone running towards me from like over the hill. So I immediately spun around, saw them and I was like, I got shot at and I was fucking dead like straight away and i was like as soon as i got killed i was like that was fucking quick that person's cheating and then i looked at their name and it was like something like c9 with the cloud nine tag and i was like oh is this what i'm dealing with now i'm dealing with fucking cloud nine people um (laughs) and then now i gave them the benefit of the doubt i jumped into spectator mode um, and the next person they came up against, I was like, this person's definitely cheating. Uh, oh, yeah. and then I alt tabbed, jumped into like PUBG stats or whatever, typed in their name. They, their list came up. They had like 20 games on their tag. Uh, yeah. uh, they had like 18 straight games of like fucking 54, 72, all zero kills. And like the yeah, last right. three games were like nine kills, eight kills. And then this one, he had a stack and I was like, all right, yeah, definitely cheating. Um, just like watching. I, so I spent like, like it was pretty close to the end. There was only like 12 people left or something, but I spent the next yeah. like five minutes watching them play. And you can immediately tell a good player. Like if someone kills you that quickly and then you watch them and you can just tell by their movement, the way they're moving yeah. or like where they're looking. Um, this person. Wasn't Don't get, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> Remember when I was like, oh yeah, that you can tell this guy's with fucking, how can you, f- they were fucking cheating. That was a pro player. They were fucking cheating. <laughs> they had ESP. Oh my God. This person how did not have ESP. Hell? I could tell. Um, fucking Jesus. But they had like, um, this, this guy was using like a, no recoil or something. Um, right. and, uh, aim, aim bot. Um, but you could just tell by the way, like the areas they're looking at, just having sort of no clue. Like, uh, and then when they're looting, looting really slowly or just standing still. Like when you loot, you're supposed to move around, make yourself a hard target. Like nobody that, that is that good of a shot mm. is going to fucking just stand still and loot someone and take ages to loot. Um, yeah. and then they got into a bunch of fights and... I was just like, yeah, this person is like fucking headshot immediately down someone from like 250 meters with an AR. Yeah. It's pretty much two straight headshots or three straight yeah, headshots. And I'm like, yeah. all right, okay, yeah, this person's definitely cheating. And that was when I alt tabbed, looked up their name and was like, oh yeah, they're, they're crap. And then all of a sudden the last three games, they've got like nine kills and they've won like two, two in a row. Oh, this is a bit mm. whatever. Um, so that was a pretty shit way to start that solo experience. But 
Um, otherwise, like I played a, a couple of more rounds, and yeah, it's been fun. Um, there must be a new cheat out there or something, eh? Yeah, because I've noticed a stark increase in pre-blatant like aimbotters. And yep. like you were saying, like this person wasn't ESP hacking. Uh, we ran into someone who very clearly wasn't ESP hacking either, but they were definitely toggle aimbotting. Um, because this was on Miramar, it was me, it was Kleb and Drew, and uh, I lit into this dude, uh, like lit him up. Maybe it was Liam, not Drew, uh, Kleb. I don't know, one or the other. Anyway, um, and uh, yeah, lit him up, and he, uh, and then like couldn't see him anymore. Uh, he ran out of my viewpoint. Hmm. And uh, he toggled, uh, like, toggled to Drew as Drew, like, Drew ran out of the window to get in on the action. Right. And so when he toggled, he snapped to Drew and head, like, beamed him, uh, like, just fucking headshot him straight up and then ran into the room. I dropped down to get Drew back up uh, and he figured he couldn't get to us. Uh, so he ran to a different building to get a different angle and um he whoever it was clever or liam he uh they they snuck up on him and shot him and he snapped around and apparently he uh like panic jumped panic jumped snapped around and headshot him uh mid jump uh and yeah obviously finished him off uh he got drew again i think and then he got me um when i was uh like i ducked i took some shots i lit him up uh and then he snapped and killed me while i was most of the way behind cover um so all he could see was my head and he snapped onto my head and uh yeah it was like, hmm. oh, like such blatant toggling, uh, and I haven't, I haven't seen it in fucking forever. Um, so there must be a new one out there that people are like the fucking little kitties are getting script yeah. kitties. Are I just don't know why there still having issues. Like, you will always have it, issues. But why can't? It's, why have they not introduced the mid like kicking people fucking mid game as soon as they notice it? They have, they have. I think it just takes some time for them verifying stuff. Because I definitely... We had that game. I had that game on Vikendi uh, Mm. a couple of weeks ago where the the person who came second uh, got fucking banned for hacking uh, while we were playing against them. But is that because Uh, somebody's banned them from reporting and the report has finally gone through while they're in a game? Yeah, it must have been. Like, I don't think it's... um, I... Well, they can definitely get banned mid-game, is what I'm saying. You don't think they can be banned the same game where they were reported? Yeah. Like, it's yeah, not right. it's not doing the rainbow thing where it's like, that, what you just did is impossible. Otherwise, the guy that I was playing with would have been banned fucking two games ago or whatever. Rainbow has Fair Fight and another anti-cheat, right? It's yeah. got two layers of anti-cheat. Yeah. Maybe PUBG doesn't do that. Or no, because I, I, I know we've asked them about that and they said it's right. expensive. They didn't want to do it. Oh, <laughs> I remember asking them, asking Mr. Brennan Green about that. Um, well, it's only your competitive integrity of your video game, so you know hmm. who needs it, I guess. Um, yeah, that's well, that's dumb. Just crap. Um, anyway, um, speaking of uh, cheating, 
you playing on Australian servers sure feels like cheating. <laughs> oh my god. Uh some of the shit that goes down when you're playing. Uh Clove shared a fucking photo on our Discord. Oh, uh because yeah. We played a um we played a hot drop. Uh there's five of us. So Drew and Cleb went in one team, me Squirrel and you were in the other team, and uh, we dropped on docks. It was only us, uh, both teams, dropping on docks. And uh, I don't know if you can see this photo, but uh, there's blood coming out of your chest and your head because uh, it seems like Club got the drop on you. And uh, yeah, it didn't matter. You still killed him. Uh, when I was watching, when I was spectating, um, yeah, you were like i don't know it, it was like you were playing a completely different game because it took you about three times the bullets to kill anyone um but it also appeared that nobody could fucking hit you <laughs> hmm. it seemed like nobody can fucking shoot you ever um it's yeah, they were dead was, by the time they were dead they'd realized it you'd emptied three times the bullets that anyone would normally need <laughs> uh, um but yeah it was um it's entertaining. It's definitely entertaining. It's, uh, I like... it's harder to hit. I had the because th- we played that one game, yeah, and I, I went a little bit game. off. Um, it was just you and I left, and we got we got stuck in this village. We wiped out uh, two two guys from a squad, yep. and then we were waiting for this other this third guy to come in, um, and he didn't come. And then eventually, no, fourth the fourth guy, fourth guy, because you killed two in the fucking house, yeah. Uh, oh, that's and then right. He killed yeah. the dude around the wall. Yeah. And yeah, the fourth guy. Fourth yeah. guy we couldn't find. He he was. I think he was just sitting in a corner somewhere. No, it, that, I, I reckon that was Gilly guy. That's what I'm saying. Must have fucked off to go get the crate. Right. So we we ended up getting into the circle. We were waiting, and you were in this little shack thing. Yeah. And then like a um, a fucking AWM shot like flies past me and hits like the rock like literally outside your shed it was yeah. close it was like 20 meters away uh mm. and then i just couldn't see him I, I didn't know where he was uh and then i think he threw a nade at you or he, or he hit you with the awm he beamed me yeah he got me real good i peaked the like i just peaked the same i didn't realize it was an awm i just thought it was really close yeah. and it was really close and an awm yeah <laughs> It was so I peeked the same fucking window twice because I had full health and a level two home and I'm like, ah, eh, we'll be fine. And yeah, no, it was a dumb plan. And he must have fucking thrown 16 fucking grenades <laughs> no, through the fucking window. One of those were me. I, uh, so I threw 15 grenades. I pulled the <laughs> grenade out. Me for some reason. I pulled the pin and then I wasn't watching, but I threw the grenade and it was an underarm grenade. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? And it hit the wall and then I just ran. <laughs> and I went back and watched the replay and it was always an underarm grenade and I don't know where the fuck it came from. Like, I don't know why it was underarm the entire time. That's gold. Because that was the first... I'm pretty sure it was the first grenade I threw so I don't know why it was underarm. If it w- or if it was like context sensitive depending on how close I was to the wall. One. Anyway, I, I, w- I didn't see the grey thing saying it was the underarm throw and so I just threw it and it went... Rather than going over the fucking roof, it went into the wall and then bounced straight back at me and I was like shit um, otherwise you probably wouldn't have died because <laughs> I, I wouldn't have had to run away 
Uh, no, he still threw another fucking grenade. Like, uh, there were at least two more grenades through that same window. Like, he was yeah. he was fiending for the finish, uh, which was dumb. Because if he'd throwing grenades at you, if he'd throwing the grenades past the fucking hut, like, he we had enough focus. grenades that he could have fucking blanketed the entire fucking world in explosions. But instead, just that one guy. Uh, yeah. And then so he pushes anyway. around the outside and I light him up. I think he had a level three vest on him. He took so many bullets uh, and I had one health left on my health bar. It was like a line. Like it was <laughs> literally a line. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. He might have, like, but you got the fucking, you got a free level three vest off my fucking corpse. Yeah, because uh, so he, he headshot you. His. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, and then I forgot to pick up the ghillie. I thought I dragged it across, but yeah. it mustn't have, mustn't have registered. Um, yeah. Took his AWM. And then I went off on a fucking run and found some people. Uh, one of the shots that I took at somebody, I was like, this dude is dead. And then I had him lined up in the head, fired it, yep. and it didn't hit. And I'm like, what the fuck? And then I completely forgot that I'm playing with 175 yep. ping. And so I should, I needed to aim like at his yeah. chest. <laughs> he was running in a straight line basically towards you. Yeah. And it should, like, yeah, it sh- the headshot... Except for the fact that he was moving forward. Yeah, if you'd aimed at his chest, it would have fucking... Yeah, I completely forgot. But he was on my screen. It was like dead on his head. Oh, Uh, on Spectator, it was dead on his head as well. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. And then I knocked a couple other guys. I think I got seven kills that game or eight kills. Um, Yeah. And I just fucked up. I went up the top of the hill. I saw a guy and I started shooting him. Mm. I should have had my IWM out. I don't know. I don't think so. I, I I don't know, man. There were two of them. There was a second dude behind. There was two, but if I would have hit that one guy with an AWM, if he didn't have a level three, he would have been straight down. True. I, I fired a lot of bullets at him. Anyway. Yeah. Learn for next time. I'm still like, still getting Adjusted. my groove back into it. I, I like, uh, yeah. We had that other game uh, on Miramar where Liam got, fuck, was it Liam got nine kills? Yeah. I got four. You got two. Who was our fourth? Drew. Drew? Drew got... Yeah, Drew Drew. got two as well. So we had, like... As a team, we did fucking 17 kills. It was fucking beasting. It was good. Um, Yeah, that was an awesome... That was an awesome game. I had a a cleaner doing some vacuuming, so I didn't get to see the end of it, but uh, I died to the most heinous camping. I was so grumpy about it. Oh, he was in the little bunk, the uh, army tent thing, right? Yeah. Yeah, oh... And I think that was my first, maybe my first game that I played, and I fucking whiffed like everything. He was his head was like in the window, and I'm just like shooting all around it. It was terrible. Um, but I'm starting know, to get my. It's not back. true. It was Heath. What was it? Heath was it? Yeah. Um. Yeah. And yeah, Liam. Liam did nine kills, uh, eight hundred ninety-eight damage. Yeah. So he didn't earn all nine no, kills. He stole a kill from someone. I think He's one of them was from, from me. me. No, I remember once someone because we um, you did the least damage in our team. Yeah, you know oh, no, why? You got five assists. Because something happened during that game. I knocked two people, and I someone yeah. else must have killed, stolen the kills because I didn't get the kills. So I, I technically would have got four. Um. Anyway, still good. Um. Yeah, you got five assists. You got five assists. Uh. But only 217 damage. All right. Total. I did 
four kills with 459 damage. So I did more damage than I got kills. So he stole my kills. Hmm. Although Heath got two kills and 331 damage. So he may have stolen his kills. He's got to learn to finish. Got to learn to finish. Oh, you got to learn to finish. (laughs) Five assists. Um, Uh, But yeah. Ran into some pros like twice yesterday. I think... uh, who McClutch was playing yesterday, Luke 12, 12, Jok- yep. Juxi. Um, yeah. There was a bunch of them that were playing. Like, mm. we ran into them at one stage. They lit up our car. You died. Drew switched the front the front seat of the car, immediately yep. stopped the car at a wall. <laughs> and we got fucking yeah. drilled. Yeah. Um, as we got out of that car. That, like, was, a, that was a... Funny game. I peaked and we, I got headshot so quickly, and I was like, "Yep, that's them. <laughs> We're definitely yeah. done. We're screwed." Yeah, um, yeah. That was yeah. We stopped at a crate and it was full, uh, but you guys all ran away from the fucking car, so we couldn't get out of there. Uh, we got shot at. Someone went down. Uh, Johnny Bravo. Yeah, yeah. Went down. Um, and sort of two separate. We couldn't. I smoked him, but, well, I tried to smoke him, but he was too far away from him, actual cover to hmm. to get to. Um, yeah. What can you do? It was good, though. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's good. It's good fun. Um, it feels, yeah, it definitely feels a bit unfair having you play with that um, with that ping sometimes. But oh, it's just unfair because I can't kill anyone as quickly. Get fucked. It's, it's fair for everyone else now. Did you see the fucking picture? I haven't seen it, but I'll show you. I've got, I'm pretty sure I've got it saved because I've got that uh, NVIDIA highlights thing on. Right. I think it caps all the kills and deaths, and so I should have it somewhere. Uh, But yeah, I'll have a look. I definitely pinged the shit out of him. I remember I headshot him like pretty much instantly. It would have only taken like two shots to kill him with iron sights as well. I, I, my gosh, Kleb had no chance. I don't know what he was aiming at. Kleb. Cleb, when you listen to this, go into the fucking the replay <laughs> and just just capture what you fucking saw uh, from your perspective because it'll be dramatically different. Uh, that that screenshot you shared is damning evidence, in my opinion. Because uh, <laughs> I'm telling yeah. you, he was already dead by the time I the time he hit me in the head. <laughs> look he at just, the fucking just go on the Discord it. right now. Have a look I at that fucking picture. If I change the you are. Dead. You are fucking dead. <laughs> I got, uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I got the video. I'll share it. You don't even have a helmet on. Like <laughs> you, you're just eating fucking bullets. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. So that's PUBG. Yeah. Good stuff. All right. Yes. Is that the games? That's the games. Yeah. Unfortunately, not, one. not a lot of new. But what can no. you do? Uh, let's, exactly. Let's, smash through some news and then we'll get out of here we got uh, Resident we'll Evil some 3 questions of course but yes news. yeah questions Resident Evil 3 remake uh, cover has appeared on the PlayStation store I don't have the same connection to Resident Evil 3 as I did to Resident Evil 2 I didn't think it was anywhere near as good as 2 um, to be honest I, like I just but you know maybe the opportunity to replay it uh, now that I'm older give me the chance to reappreciate it or appreciate it in a different way did but you play I two remake? Feeling... No, I didn't. But I, oh well, I played it uh, at a preview session. Yeah, but I never got Same. a code. Um, I heard, I heard it's awesome. I heard it like properly evolves 
uh, like brings the game into the now while keeping it very true to uh, what Resident Evil 2 was about. Sure. So, uh, yeah, from that, like, from that angle, uh, I can definitely see the love for it. Um, I really liked Resident Evil 2 back in the day, but um, yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> I uh, didn't get a code, so I just didn't play it, basically. Yeah. Too many games to play that I have codes for, you know? Um, but yeah, uh, still, I know there are Nemesis fans out there, so uh, yeah, yeah, I'm sure they're happy to see this. Um, looks a bit Nemesis himself looks a bit goofy, doesn't he? I think, no, right? No. I okay. thought he looked goofy. I, um, couple. yeah, I'm like, yeah, I don't have the sort of same connection with, well, I guess, most of Resident Evil. Like, I wasn't a big Resident Evil person, like, I played them, but. Yeah. yeah whatever um but like this resident evil 2 remake it's obviously up for like game of the year awards um at the moment it's like one of the highest reviewed games of this year but at the same time i don't know that's just like a nostalgia thing um, yeah so yeah it's hard for me to, to judge that um i guess we'll find out more next week when it probably gets announced at uh, the game awards looking like True. where it'll be dropped Yep. All right, next up, um, Campo Santo, the team that worked on Firewatch. Firewatch. Uh, that were picked up. the year whenever it came out. Yeah, that were picked up by uh, Valve um, a while back. Turns out that they are no longer working on Valley of the Gods at the moment, and they, they've actually moved across to some of the other Valve games like Half-Life Alex. Um Dota Underlords and also working on Steam platform as well and I don't know if you've seen this but there's a lot of people online that are very upset uh, Very, I'd, I'd call them a small portion of the internet uh, right. who are very upset that they're no longer working on this game um, I don't know man like I don't it's a weird I feel like it's a weird thing to get upset about it's a, it's a game that we really didn't know anything about it was a short trailer we don't know what the game was if there's a reason why these guys have moved off of that project to go work on other something else, then there's probably a good reason why. Um, we kind of know. Work. I sort I sort of get it from the perspective of like Valve has a um, like story history of of yeah, like uh, yeah, not really managing its uh, employees as well as it could. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I can understand the I don't know the concern. Um, but yeah, like I don't know, wouldn't wouldn't it be better better to have that wealth of talent doing like this? It's not like they're not working in games anymore. It's not like they've got them doing fucking accounting work or some shit, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It, well, at the same time, you know, yeah, is it, I don't know. You, you still want fucking good basketball players to be playing basketball, right? Like, yeah, yeah, and that's what they're doing. They're they're and working they're doing, on, yeah. um, you know, they're right, helping write that game and working on the design for that game, the narrative side of it. They, that's something they're those, those guys are really good at. Uh, yep. You know, talent from The Walking Dead and Firewatch had awesome narrative. Um, yeah, all, you know, I liked Firewatch. It just didn't end the way that I wanted it to end. <laughs> that was my biggest criticism about that game. I wanted to see yeah. the aliens come down and do whatever they were doing. Um, yeah. 
and so yeah it was still a really good game um those guys uh you know like you said valve has this like open structure where kind of people can go in and work on the projects that they want to work on i don't think they'll force to go work on this stuff it's probably something they want to do i know that they're big dota fans they had a dota podcast at one stage that right. they used to work on um like huge dota fans so for them to go want to work on a dota project yeah. seems like reasonable for those guys and if if someone if you're a game designer and someone said hey do you want to work on the new half-life project yeah do you think you'd say no yeah 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 it's a good point yeah all right i think they'll Fair come enough. back to it at some stage but yeah you know they probably want to go on go and work on things that maybe even inspired them to get into gaming in the first place like half-life and um you know i, I know they're massive dota fans so if they want to go work on a dota game let them yeah <laughs> don't give them shit about it on the internet for for wanting to go work on a passion project um yeah, i'm totally. sure they'll come back to it at some stage they, i mean maybe they won't but we'll see it's just a weird thing where i see people getting upset saying that i I'm not interested in a Half-Life game. I want to see, you know, the Valley of the Gods game. It's like, okay, but what what is that game? Do you know what it is? Because I don't think anyone else does. <laughs> they released like one trailer for it. Yeah. Anyway. Um, next up, we've got uh, Call of Duty released a big content update yesterday. Uh, this is kicking off their season one. Uh, in it comes or they they're saying it's their biggest content content drop in history um right. we've got three new maps three new multiplayer maps a uh, new ground war map a uh, bunch of new gunfight maps as well um some new multiplayer modes which include gunfight osp which must have been delayed because that's something that i've played back at the yeah. uh, previous session and they've got yep. infected and reinforced which is another new mode uh, a couple of new special op experiences whether or not they work i don't know and then two new weapons as well um as along uh, along with a bunch of uh, other patch changes that uh nerfing and and buffing certain weapons and items and changing the way some modes work and whatnot but um yeah like good good support release for that for that game still um i've always liked how they've supported call of duty over the last couple of years and the way they um keep it updated so that's cool um someone was playing it recently i think was it jb that's been playing it uh he was talking about in the chat. someone was playing i think it was jb um he seemed to like what they're doing in there so that's cool i don't think he was liking i think he was struggling to get through the campaign really no maybe you weren't there all right, someone was talking was. about it while we were playing games like yesterday okay the, multi- the new multiplayer stuff anyway um anyway and the next one is one you put down Do you want to talk about this yeah American McGee uh got copyright striked for a let's play of a game that has his fucking name on the box yeah uh so he was he did a let's play of alice madness returns an american mcgee game uh and i uh, got copyright striked by a uh some other youtube channel hmm. uh because they made unique contents of their own uh, about alice madness returns and so when he tweeted about this 
is like, is this how the system is meant to work, Team YouTube? Uh, Team YouTube replied with, thanks for bringing this to our attention. If you feel your video was claimed in error, you can dispute it here. Like their fucking stock standard fucking response. Yeah, computer and, response. And uh, he cor- yeah, com- correctly pointed out that his fucking name is on the box. Like, how is it not... If, if we're going to talk about fucking unique content, how is it not his fucking unique content at some point? But uh, it's this one's particularly interesting because I noticed um, I noticed uh, Lance McDonald, who does uh, Bloodborne, like, breaking uh, Bloodborne. Like, he mods games and stuff. Yeah. Uh, like, PlayStation games to, to see the stuff most people can't see. Um, he recently got copyright striked by the exact same company for all of his content mm. and so somehow they're just exploiting uh the copyright system to like hoover up revenue from like small creators yeah because uh, they'll have done this to everyone not just people like america mcgee uh and yeah like it's fucking stupid as fuck yeah that like youtube has such a terrible system yeah it's, but, it's been like that do. for years man like the the yeah. way people just go in and claim a video yeah and then there's nothing you can do about it <laughs> like them yeah, saying exactly. that oh, i own this actually and they don't and and then the money goes to them and then you've got to try and say that i oh, actually know that it's not they're not right and then it's just a giant circle like you see this stuff happen all the time it's dumb yeah yeah, it's fucked. It's totally fucked. And they just don't seem to give a fuck. No. Um, which they've, is ju- they've just recently changed their uh, some of their advertising for video games. Did you see this? They've updated right. it again. No. Um, what did they do? Violence in video games. So at one stage, there's only certain things you're allowed to add, like earn revenue off for, right. um, for monetization on places like on YouTube. Uh and a while back they went and changed the um the policy so that anything with like violence in it you couldn't monetize because advertisers didn't want to have their their product or their brand associated with whatever that whatever that was and so a bunch of like video games were a big issue or a big problem area for that um and they've just recently sort of reverted that on youtube so that's that's good it means that people that make content for first person shooters for instance um right. can monetize their videos now well done youtube on catching up to where the world was at fucking 30 years ago fucking idiots yeah i, I don't uh, think they've lifted all of them just sort of fewer restrictions on what amazing you can show um but i know there's like a um you know help article whatever you can go and go, go and look at but that that policy is now in effect as of this this year sorry this month so right oh. yeah fair enough alright let's do some questions shall we radio uh, Johnny Bravo writes g'day gents do you think Nolsey's Motley crew being offered a spot to play in tournaments is good or bad for esports are they providing good exposure or taking opportunities away from other people and treating esports as a joke interesting question um, this is a pretty good one because uh, I saw some chatter along these lines, you know, people were grumbling about Nolsey and about how sh- shit they were, and you know, they didn't really bring anything to um, the the game. They were clearly awful. Um, I, I, 
you know, I'm sure they've played PUBG before, but they weren't ready for to debut in a competitive environment. Um, <laughs> they weren't ready to come up against Extreme 2G. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Um, Zoid, mate. Seeing how, you know, we've got a thousand hours uh, each, uh, and we're still not ready to do that. Um, I yeah, used to be ready. Uh, yeah. oh, oh, now that you've got the fucking ping advantage, you're ready. Um, yeah. <laughs> So yeah, uh, is it a good or is it good or bad for esports? So uh, yeah, um, I was thinking about this ever since, and like I land on the side of I think it's good. I think it's a good thing. Uh, I think they're entertaining. Uh, they are entertainers, um, and yeah, there's there's a long history in sports of uh, of like goofy shit happening um, to like get bums on seats yeah. uh celebrity basketball to me, right like yeah all-star games all-star and stuff game. like that but this to me is more a bit more like that episode of futurama where um where the uh mets gets uh leela to join the team as the first female blurns ball player uh and the the draw is that she she beans everyone. She hits them in the head every time she throws the ball. Hmm. Um, so she just keeps hitting. And and the idea is she's terrible, terrible at the um, at the game, um, at the sport. But she draws in a crowd and people. You know, she gets her own fan base and stuff like that. And uh, I do not think that like obviously it's a cartoon, uh, whatever. Um, I don't think it's bad for it wasn't bad for baseball it's actually rooted in like a history uh there's there's history that like uh it wasn't bad for blurns ball sorry but it has a history in baseball in that like there used to be like like the harlem globetrotters right yeah uh that sort of thing used to happen in baseball as well you'd have guys going around like babe ruth and stuff playing in like goofy matches uh against like uh unlikely opponents and stuff like that and happens in tennis as well tennis and yeah exactly yeah you got that dude the clown tennis like roger federer yeah. uh, oh, ho, ho! <laughs> um yeah like I, I don't think it's bad for esports and i think it's uh I, I think it's sour grapes to say that it is uh anyone thinking like anyone grumbling about them taking an opportunity away the only spot they would have removed is the dead last spot. Uh, if you don't want Nolsey's Motley crew to take your spot away, don't qualify dead last, I guess. Uh, like, it's it's also a case of, like, there wasn't a lot on the line for this. It's not like this was the fucking, like, we suddenly the fucking washington generals invented mm. as the next team in the nba or something like uh and and they're all like terrible and then they only play the harlem globetrotters or something like yeah this there were stakes uh but yeah they weren't high stakes they weren't going to pgc they weren't um yeah they weren't qualifying for esl au and Z season four or something like this was just uh, a tournament to drum up some support and give players an opportunity to win a bit of stuff and uh, ultimately a marketing exercise for Lenovo so uh, I don't think so yeah. uh, it, it got eyeballs on PUBG in Australia so it's 
explicitly a good thing. Yeah, it was making at least headlines. Um, yeah. And we wouldn't have seen amazing strategies come back, like the jamming four people into a shit shack. Like, we don't well, see they, that in any door. You never see it anymore. <laughs> and it worked out for them. They, they didn't, didn't come last that game. The shit shack. Exactly. So, you know, um, yeah, like, I can see this perspective. I just think they're wrong. Anyway, hmm. yeah. Uh, um, but at the same time, like, I don't know, like, what audience are they going for? Like, you mean by using Nolsey as a draw card? Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, or, or all those other those people. I don't know who. I don't know who Stephen Bradbury is, but I don't know who the other two are. No, like uh, reality stars, right? I think so. I don't think that's. Like, that's not really our problem. That's more a marketing problem, right? Like, it doesn't matter for esports mm-hmm. who the, like, what audience they were aiming at. I think uh, as a publicity stunt, it may have, you know, missed its aim a little bit. Sure. Like, but yeah. Otherwise. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I, I just don't think it matters, personally. I, I agree. I don't think it was... I, I don't understand who they were trying to draw in. Uh, I don't think the people who care about a Sydney socialite and reality TV star are necessarily going to start watching PUBG Esports <laughs> because they played. Yeah. But, yeah, for gamers who know who Nolsey is and know who Stephen Bradbury is... Uh, certainly a spectacle to have a have a gaze at them doing some stuff and yeah yeah anyway yeah cool good question good question jb uh monkey magic writes hi luck and job nub i like that name um i'm seeing a lot of end of decade lists starting to pop up and i was wondering if the current and previous hosts and also the listeners had some memorable moments from the past decade of ga podcast episodes oh it's like no, no question. There's no question, Monkey Magic. Uh, although I, I, I very much appreciate the sentiments. Uh, I would love to see. Um, I would love to like. We're coming up on episode 500. What are we now? Four away. 496. Yeah. Yeah, we're four away from episode 500. I would love to uh, put together something for episode 500. Uh, I've already started. Monkey Magic actually hit me up on Discord the other day and. Uh, it was the exact kick in the butt I needed uh, to start working on a couple of lists uh, of the best, best of the gap. Uh, I know we had a uh, we had a clip, a clip show. Yeah, on one of our previous that took fucking ages <laughs> milestones. Uh, so I don't think you're doing anything this Christmas week. So yeah, chop, chop. and also uh, I don't think I've got <laughs> all our shows anymore. I think we brought this up before. Um, um yeah we can look back at episodes a fair way back but we cannot download those episodes yeah i don't have i've got from 197 onwards yeah um everything out and then uh, there's a couple of older ones that people have sent in yeah um let me check what i've got here uh, I've got from one to fifty-one. 
Right. So, so I'm missing about I'm missing about 150. Yep. Right. Fair enough. Um, so that's not ideal. Uh, when was the when did we do the clip show? Was that 200? Might have been too hard. Yeah, just go and clip that clip part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, easy. Um, <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, yeah, working on some lists. Uh, I would love, yeah, for people to write in and let us know their favorite gap moments if if they can remember them, and uh, we can see if we can find them. Uh, and by we, I mean Luke. Luke's shaking his head. You can't see it, <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, but that'd be awesome. Otherwise, yeah, just tell us and, and we'll see if we can recall what the fuck's going on. Um, and yes, I'd very much like to try to rope in our previous hosts, even if they can, uh, even if they can just jump in for a little bit, seeing how we do everything remotely now. Uh, that's an easy way to, to go about it. But um, yeah, that's, uh, that's a killer idea. It's not a question though. So uh, you're banned. Thoughts, Luke? I think I'm having a stroke from having to go through yeah. 450 yeah. episodes of content. Like I said, just use the 200 <laughs> clip and then you only have 300 left to go. And then play it twice, yep. Yeah. Ah, play it yeah, two and a half times. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm going to... Well, you've, you've got to do all the fucking legwork for our best of the best of the best this year hmm. well, that's not too uh, hard though it only takes like an hour oh okay fair enough <laughs> don't worry about that that one's easy fucking well then you got no excuse here I am trying to construct some excuses for you and here you are shutting those excuses down uh, so it looks like you got no, no excuse um, anyway honestly though uh, we'll make a new text channel on the discord uh, or you can send us an email um but yeah, let us know your favorite moments from the podcast. Maybe we can uh-huh. and uh, yeah, we'll we'll see what we can do. Um, hopefully, those moments are after episode two hundred. If you can timestamp them, that would be fantastic. <laughs> 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 We're trying to do as little as possible, uh, which is basically our fucking the motto of this podcast. Um, and yeah, we would definitely do something to celebrate. Uh, episode 500 because we definitely missed our 10 year anniversary that was back in August August yeah yeah uh, that's been and gone so uh, we're now yeah well into our 10th year but yeah episode 500 that's a milestone we can celebrate because we can remember it it's very clear to us anyway. <laughs> it's in the title somewhere it's in the title yeah uh, awesome Awesome We've definitely done more than 500, though. Like, but in terms of oh, episodes, yeah. shows, five, we're getting 500. But number, numbered episodes. They're the only ones that count. Mm. Uh, all right. Clebo writes. Clebo, Clebo made? Clebo, I've never asked him how he says this shit. Clebo, but Clebo, my dude. Clebo, Clebo, Yeah. Um, if you were stealing campaign funds thereby risking massive fines and years in jail to buy video games what would you get what games would be worth the risk uh, this is in relation to that idiot who got caught uh, buying games on Steam um, with campaign funds so uh, I think he spent how much did he spend 
150... No, it can't be $150,000. That's so what I thought I heard sense. read somewhere. It's uh, the number I had in my head. I think $150,000... So he used campaign money to the total amount of $150,000 for video games on Steam, uh, fast food, movie tickets, sneakers, Lego sets, ah. Play-Doh. <clears throat> but yeah. Did you say Lego? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's yep. that's where it all went to then. That's definitely the bulk of the money. Yeah. Um, fucking hell. Um, the air quality here is so fucking garbage. Uh, what would I buy? What would I buy? I would become the best Clash of Clans player in the world. So I'd spend it all on Clash of Clans microtransactions so I could pay to win that game. You could go then, into Empires and Puzzles again. Oh, yeah, I could just pay pay my way into winning that. No, but Clash of Clans makes sense because there's a robust community of people who apparently love watching people who have paid thousands and thousands of dollars uh, win at that shit. Or you can spend it all on FIFA, I guess. you got to think big. What's the best way to spend shit tons of money on a video game? My uh, my idea would be something Valve-related, like the... the hats in Team CSGO Fortress skin. or like uh, weapon skins in CSGO or like that's, Dota skins that's, Wait, that's yep. basically how the Russians are doing it so I feel like that's a good yep. idea the money laundering yeah that's yeah, that's good stuff yeah because uh, you can resell that stuff see my stuff it's all one use only um, yeah that's good good thinking good thinking okay well some good answers good question Kleba made um Thanks for writing in. Thanks, everyone, for writing in. Mm-hmm. That is the podcast. We're finished. It's lunchtime. Is it lunchtime? For me. What time is it? 12 o'clock, right on lunchtime. There you go. Hey, uh, the Gap, you can find us on iTunes, Android, Windows Store, Spotify, YouTube, all those places. If you search for The Gap or the GA podcast, we should come up. Um, if you do have a couple of moments, please rate and review the show. It helps other people find it. Greatly appreciate people do that. Uh, if you'd like to send us questions, the GA podcast at gmail.com. If you've got any of those memorable moments from the podcast you'd like to send in, please, that's one of the ways you could do it. Otherwise, you can jump into our Discord page, thegapodcast.com slash Discord. Um, Job is definitely going to forget to create a new Discord channel. At least he does it I'll right do it now. right now. You fuck. Yep. You, uh, you can fuck. jump in there. You can talk about uh, all things video game related, uh, movies, Send us questions, jump in and play video games. We had a bunch in there playing some Dota Underlords yesterday, playing some PUBG. Um, there's a bunch of other things happening, but jump in there. Good community going on. Um, what else do we have? You can find us on facebook.com slash podcast, twitter.com slash podcast. You, you can go to our YouTube page, thegapodcast.com slash YouTube. You can also jump onto our website, thegapodcast.com. It's got links to all the things we talked about today, including past episodes of the show. If you want to go check them out, maybe you want to um, look at those memorable moments. you like, I know roughly when it was. How can I find it? You can go to the website and uh, hmm. do a search. Maybe you've got some keywords you want to look for or a specific game like uh, like Alien and Predator Sex. But that was very early. Well early. I think early. that was in the first 10 maybe. Definitely. I've got that clip somewhere. Um, or how women can't be Jedi. Isn't that right, Joe? <laughs> that was my dad, dickhole. 
That's my dad's theory. It wasn't me. I'm pretty sure you ranted about that. JJ Abrams heard you and then was like, fuck this. I'm going to make a whole series about it. <laughs> I was channeling my dad. Oh, we were all products of our upbringing. <laughs> yep. Um, and if you want to help support this podcast, you can go to patreon.com slash geopodcast. Uh, you can become a member, a monthly subscribing member, if you'd like to help support the show. Greatly appreciate everyone that does that every month. Helps us pay all of the bills. Um, You're all the best. You are the best. And have you got anything you'd like to pimp out for this week, Joe, that's going on? No. No. Me neither. Uh, you can go to twitter.com slash Luke Laurie, L-A-W-R-I-E, and yours is Joby Jojo. Correct? Yes, it is. I think it that is. is it. Hopefully, we'll be back next week. I don't know what we're going to talk about. We've got to find some games to play. Uh, there's a few things that I want to check uh, out. That um, I've got, I'm going to do some VR stuff. Right. I, I still want to get around to that uh, the Wild 8 game at some stage. Oh, yeah. Because that's oh, out. We've got to play the Raft. Officially. I don't have the Raft. They did a big update. We'll get it. Yeah. Yeah. Easy. Um, Easy. Clap. But I think otherwise we're done for big releases, aren't we? I think that's it. Oh, yeah. 100%. The um, Darksiders Genesis is out tomorrow, I think. I'm trying to get a code for that, but I don't know. I think we're all done. Otherwise... Mm. We'll see everyone next week.